happen, and it's exactly what did happen. And so the major concern for me is that they are indeed uh, basically trying to kill me. And so, you know, that's, uh, that's my claim. Okay, so you feel like the police are involved in this as well? Absolutely. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that, you know, the police, the FBI, CIA, or somebody of high law enforcement authority is involved in this. Okay. All right. Well, I guess we're ready now to hear, um, to hear the, uh, want to roll the tape. Okay. Here goes. What he is uh, playing here, what he's about to play, is his encounter, um, uh, Ricky's encounter with the police that he has called to his home about someone poisoning him. I really truly don't. 
because you, you, your story is so outlandish. I know. The wall. Because you won't even investigate. You won't even investigate. I want you to try to go on your quality monitor. And I'm telling you what it is. I understand. I understand that. I understand that. If you told me that there's, there's, you don't have to be a chef, but just like you said, if somebody was poisoning, putting some poison in somebody's breakfast, you'd want to, you would, you, would you just, you know, walk away from that too? It's the same thing. The man is poisoning me. I'm trying to tell you all that, but but the, you told me it's not just one person, so I can't kick him out. It's another one that comes in, and another one that comes in, and another one that comes in. Well, let's just say one out of another person is poisoning you. Right. Everybody that you kick out and bring to right. jail. Right. And I want, and I, I would like to have a police report, please. I want a police report. Right. Well, listen, there's nothing I can get, give you because I'm telling you I'm being poisoned. I can't get a police report, and I'm being poisoned. And I can't get a police report. Listen, the air quality bit bad because you don't filter the, the air. Is no, I told you I checked it this morning. I've got I've got that too. I've got empirical evidence that I'm being bullied. I have empirical evidence. Numbers that that don't say anything. Well, to me, that's empirical evidence. I mean, even if I wasn't, it seemed like somebody would be concerned that the air quality in the house is bad. Somebody should be concerned about it. I'm trying to figure out why. I'll tell you what, I used to be in an apartment where, 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 where there was mold issues. It's not mold. It came out. Mm -hmm. And they looked at that. That's not mold. mold. Yeah. It's not yeah. mold. And I got out of the apartment. It's not mold. I don't. And I said, wait a minute, they're not leaving. That should tell you something right there. Well, but they're not leaving because I don't know what your lease is. But if you have a month, you know, they got nothing to do with a lease, sir. If they thought they were being home, they would leave if they felt like something was harmful in their house that was hurting them. I know I would, just like you said you did. I mean, it, you know, you can call us whenever you want to call us just because we live in this house, but we're human beings just like everybody else. We're human beings just like you and your family. And if somebody was hurting you, then you would want somebody to do something about it. That's all I'm saying. I want somebody to do something about it. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Your you story is, is, is a little bit... It's just out of the rest of You can record. Do you think turn the light off? Well, it's dark now. Can you turn the light off? I don't see how that color. You're flashing the light and it's dark out here. Tell me what it is. Well, I don't know what it is. Record. I want you to step over to the light. Okay, now it's No. Yeah, let's step over to the light, like you said. Step over to the light. I don't know. Supervisor's on his way. You can explain to him what you want, and then you can call internal affairs and complain again and let him know. But it just, well, I'll see my left one a whole bunch. Yeah, because the, the story that you're telling me and the story that you're telling me is this. Look, sir. I see a race. Okay, you don't see, you don't see anything? You don't see anything. I see a You don't see anything. I see, yeah, I see some. Look, yeah, I'm telling you, I know my body. I've been healthy at the pool all my life. I know my body. I know when something's going on with my body. Okay. Yeah, so, so you live here, you don't live here. I live here. Yeah, you tell me this. I hold both of these properties. That one and the one right behind. And I have to move around because they always want to me. That's what I'm telling you, sir. I'm charging you. This has happened to the other person. Sometimes I sleep out here on the front porch. 
That's what I'm telling you. I'm not a fool. I'm not crazy. I'm not schizophrenic. You live, oh, you live out on the front. Sometimes I sleep out on the front porch because I'm old and old and old. Yes, sir. I won't be on the I've owned this one about 20 years. I owned that one over there about four or five years. So you both these properties and they were like super cheap. Why is that? Why, why, why would I have to down on them cheap? Why couldn't I bought them just like you for any other property? Oh, you owned them for 20 years, am I right? I owned one for 20 years. So you bought it when it was super cheap? No, I didn't. I bought it at the fair market value. <laughs> So you all, I mean, there's some implication behind that, that question to me, in my opinion. No. You know, and it doesn't really matter how I bought it or where I, when I bought it or anything like that. I'm being poisoned. That's what I'm telling you. That is the issue. But I don't know how much I feel for the problem. I'm just, I'm just trying to understand that you, you, you all have properties or you all other properties in the air. Sir. What are you doing sleeping on the front on the front of the house if you are not being poisoned, sir? I'm being poisoned. All right, let's do this. When the supervisor gets out here, you can you can you, you can explain to him, and then you know maybe he can explain to me that's what he's talking about. Yeah, I, I, I just not yeah, at this point. I don't see anything I can do for you. So, um, okay, I already advised you what you can do. You can kick everybody out. I already did that. I already did that. It's even it's even it's even more. I'm I'm at more at risk if I'm in that I'm not sure. I'm more at risk. So what you're telling me is that you think everybody out of how many people you have in there? Seven people? Do you know a lot of bedrooms? Six bedrooms, four bedrooms. Wow, that's big. That is really big. Yeah. But that that doesn't matter. What I'm saying is if I see always that side. No, close to the room. Four bedrooms. Wow, that's you. Yeah. So why don't you live in there alone? Because if I live in there alone, uh-huh. I probably end up getting dead. I probably, I probably already been dead. That's what I'm telling you. I'm trying to tell you, but you're not listening. All right? So you don't want to listen. I'm what they call a targeted individual. Well, I understand it. I want to, I want to make sure I understand it. Yeah. What you're telling me is that with those people in there, they're poisoning you. Yeah. And because of the poison, you're going to die. Am I correct? Correct. I hope I don't die. I'm trying to die. I well, think somebody's trying to kill me. Yes, I do. Okay, okay so with all those people in there, yeah. they're trying to poison you. They're trying I didn't to say you. all of them. I didn't say all of them. No, I didn't say all of them. Someone in there is trying to poison you. Kill you, my right. Okay. So, let's just say you, you get everybody out of there. You just did it there alone. Right. Someone's still going to try to poison you. Yeah. I just to kill you. Yeah. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Let me make sure you understand. Let me make sure you understand what I'm at telling you. I'm a targeted individual. Targeted individual. Do you know what that is? Let me see that letter again. Yeah. Okay. International. Right. You can continue. Go ahead. Let me know when you're ready. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. People against covert, covert torture and surveillance international. Right. Is this a legitimate organization? It is. This is a legitimate organization. It is. P-A-C-T-S-N-T-L dot org. Right. Yeah, it's, 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 it's international. 
Can you go ahead and finish reading it? No, I'm not gonna read it out. Oh, now you're not gonna read it out. Lots of shit. Yes, I do. I do. Dear friends of Reginald Dawson, that's you. That's me. I am writing to you today as president of a human rights group called People Against Covert Torture and Surveillance International, and in support of Reginald and Dawson, which is yourself. Right. Mr. Dawson is a targeted individual who has come to our organization seeking assistance due to being harassed and tormented by groups of organized stalkers right. who may use covert microwave technologies to injure, debilitate, or in some instances even cause fatalities at short or long range. Right. Lord, I'm going to stop here, man, because that, that, that is your that is Yeah, well, I'm telling you, that's what's going on, okay? <laughs> This is great place for the supervisor to show. All right. And leave that letter out because I think you're going to want to leave. I will. Yeah, I got all this right here. And you said it's a legitimate organization? Yes, sir. In California. That's right. They, they started passing laws against this stuff. Well, I'm sure not in California. I'm sure it wouldn't be anywhere else. What do you mean it wouldn't be anywhere? Yeah. No. Okay. If, it, if it can happen, if it can happen in Cal, if it can happen in California, it certainly can happen in Florida. Well, I'm telling. You, well, you know, I've been in a lot of states, and the weirdest stuff that's happened to me happened in Florida. So, and I'm not the only person that probably would say that. So let me ask you a question, because last time I was out here. There was a gentleman that lived in that first room over there. Mm -hmm. What about? That he said he was in charge of that. Do you have somebody that's a manager, somebody? No, I don't think anybody told you that. I mean, if they told you that, I can't. I can't speak on that. I own the place. I don't know who would tell who would have told you that. But they're running this place. I don't know who would tell you that. Yeah, it was a while. I remember. Do you have any issue with the lady that, that, that well, was in there? Well, maybe if I wasn't here, he's been here the longest. But as far as him, I haven't given anyone the authority. So you don't have to talk about I don't. I'm, if you said who, you pointed to that window, right? Yeah, yeah. You was, you was saying, okay, if you pointed to that window, I know who you talk. I know who stays in every one of these schools. Yes, sir. I sure do. Okay, that's that's pretty much the meat of the uh, of everything there. Were, were you able to hear that? Well, I was, and um, mainly because I, I if I heard it and I knew what happened. So I, we'll have to see whether whether or not people have really grasped what was happening. It was a little bit distorted. Uh, the officers' responses, I could hear you pretty pretty clearly. Uh, hopefully, people were, were able to make out what he was saying. So, uh, this we'll see. Um, what I was wondering, though, um, when it uh, when it wound up, 
uh, you were saying that, or, or he was saying that the supervisor was coming. So, yeah, uh, you could tell us what happened when the supervisor. Yes, yeah, it did come out, but he didn't stay long. He pretty much uh, rubber stamped uh, everything that the officer said. Probably the most uh, important thing about asking for the supervisor is that he was in the process of leaving, and had I not asked for a supervisor, probably wouldn't have been able to get any of that information that I was able to get on tape. Uh, they did not do a police report that I had requested. So the only evidence and the only record I have of that encounter is indeed the videotape. Okay. Well, um, this has been a fascinating uh, encounter, in my opinion, and I would like to see what people have to say about this, um, Reginald. Okay. So, um, so that's all the questions that I have. If you're ready to talk to uh, the listeners, uh, we can go to questions. Yeah, I'm ready. Oh, okay. Okay, so if you just join us, we're talking with Reggie Dawson. And uh, what you heard was his encounter with the police, that he had called his home about being poisoned. And he was trying to get a police report or something to happen as a result of uh, this call. So we'd like to hear your reaction and questions, advice, whatever for, for Reggie. Okay, if you have questions or comments, feel free to star six in your telephone as we begin our discussion. Hello. Hi. Hi. Welcome to the call. Do you have a question or comment for Reggie? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and my question has actually changed from the uh, from putting myself first in the queue, but but my more recent question is far more important to me. But my question to Mr. Dawson is: Since you know that law enforcement is terribly involved in this, and I certainly know, and many others know, to the level that they're involved in. Did you expect anything different since you already know? No, to be quite honest with you, I don't expect anything different. But what I can say is that I, the thing I feel like that was invaluable is because, especially with them, with the uh, police officer reading at least a portion of that tax letter, he can't say he didn't know exactly what I am asserting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry. No, you said it. Okay. But that uh, continues. My real concern, based on everything I'm hearing from anyone who is in law, he says everything you say, you can count on being used against you. That is why lawyers do not want people talking to the police because everything you feed them, every bit of information, will get used against you because it just is the way the system works. So that's my real concern also. But, okay, go ahead. That's it. No, and I, actually, I think you're right, and I won't. I probably will not be calling them about this particular incident uh, again 
under those circumstances. But I really thought it was important that with the evidence that I had, with the fact that uh, the air quality in the house was bad, and with the PAX letter, and with the letter that I had sent, had hand delivered to the individual that was in question, they just decided not to do anything. And uh, I just thought it was important to get that on record. But I do agree with you that they they could very well spin that against me. I guess the major concern is for them, you know, he, and in fact, in I don't know how much of the uh, recording you heard, but he almost insinuated that I was, you know, kind of like <laughs> crazy for uh, saying what I was saying. Even with everything I had there, even with the letter, even with the information, uh, the air monitor and the information on the air monitor, all of that. He right. he wouldn't even go in and speak to the guy. So you know that's right. their job to treat us as they uh, want the public to believe, and that we are crazy and potentially dangerous. It is their job to enforce that to continue to get people to believe that, and they will act on that. And this is why they cart so many of us away and for an eval. Um, okay, but uh. Okay, so you okay, so you were hoping okay, so irregardless of, of what they may or may not use against you, which uh, I'm betting they're draining and that's why the lawyer doesn't want uh, people to uh, individuals to speak to the to uh, uh, law enforcement because they they you can you can guarantee that whatever you say will be used against you, but irregardless of that if if that if you Anybody, if NCI thinks that that report ends up anywhere except to be either used against you or in the circular file, that's what I find fascinating, and thank you for letting me share. Thank you for your, uh, because uh, that, that was really good for you to say that. And uh, as you said, and as we know, you know, very little of this is working to our favor. But I do think it's important that we get some things on record. Uh, so, uh, thank you for your response. Okay. Thank you for your comments. Hi, welcome to the call. Do you have a question or comment for Reggie? Yes, Gary. Hey, Chris. Um, I would, I, um, I could hear Reggie. I could hear, uh, what the officer was saying and it put me in the mindset of he is probably culpable. Uh, based upon the way he was responding to you. Um, you're a tax-paying citizen. Uh, the tax-paying dollars pays that police officer's salary. He should have been trying to work on your behalf. And he, we know that he can read because he was reading aloud the statement. But yet when you showed him the can that said hazard, it was as if he did not want to see it, you know. Exactly. Yeah, it bothered him. I picked up on that. And so, yeah, that's uh, amazing to me that the way he was trying to put you through the ringer when his basic job description, as I recall, is to serve and protect. Absolutely. It seemed like he was trying to carry on as, you know, accuser, you know, jury, judge, everything. 
Yes. And that's the problem that I see going on, no matter what part of the country that you're in. You know, there are just certain people on the police force who are going to treat us indifferent due to their participation or involvement, you know, in what's happening. But good for you for standing up, standing your ground. Don't be discouraged. Well, thank you for the words of encouragement. I appreciate that. And quite frankly, I agree with everything you just said. I mean, I think it's uh, important to note that our biggest issue is that the people that we generally would go to for assistance and help with what we're dealing with are culpable and partly responsible for what's going on. So I do appreciate your words of encouragement, though. Okay. Thank you for your comments, Doris. Hi, Derek. Hi, Barbara. Welcome to the call. You have Thank a uh, comment for um, Reggie? Uh, yes. Uh, I was just thinking as the officer was talking to you, it, it, it was a little hard to pick up on the conversation because it seemed like there was sort of a, a little extra noise in the uh, video or audio, rather. However, uh, it, it is a case that he made the statement about getting some uh, agency or whatever to come out and certify that your air quality, there's something wrong with it. Yeah, what I have is an air quality monitor. Now, I have been in consult with a couple of other TIs, and what they are recommending, I know, um, Derek, you said maybe I should call out the city, but there are some private firms that will come out and test the air quality of your home. The interesting thing about what I'm dealing with is that the air quality fluctuates depending on when they spray this stuff. And it seems to dissipate fairly quickly as well. So that's kind of what I'm dealing with. But I do agree with you that I might need, you know, maybe a second opinion, so to speak. And when uh, dealing with this uh, air quality, it's not all the time. The interesting thing, it's not like it, like right now the air quality is fine. It's only when something's introduced into the air that the air quality becomes uh, poor. Well, could you contact uh, whatever uh, company or whatever in your area and just say that you had uh, gone out to take care of some personal uh, business and you came home and noticed when you walked into your home that terrible odor uh, it makes you cough or whatever, and you've never had it before. You don't know what it is. You've never smelled it before. Uh, you think it's toxic, but you're not sure. Could they send somebody out to test it? Yeah, I think uh, that's certainly something that I'm uh, in the process of considering and possibly doing. And in addition to that, you know, a lot of what happens to our body where it's stored Probably the longest is in our hair samples, and I've gotten in contact with someone that can test the hair sample, my hair samples, and also determine, you know, what might be in there. So I'm still sort of in the exploratory slash research phase of this whole process, but I will, I would dare to say that I'm further along than I was this time last year. So you have a little blood drawn and have that sort of analyzed for a potential toxic substance? 
Yeah, I could do the blood sample, but I think from what I'm hearing, the hair sample is probably more accurate and can probably go further back in terms of when I was exposed to uh, whatever this is, their spring. Okay, okay. Okay, thanks for your your comments then, Barbara. Hi, Derek, thank you. Oh, hi, uh, Linda, welcome to the call. Thank you. Nice call. Reggie, you, yes. should have been, you should have been a lawyer. I was listening to you. Oh, it was great. I was loving hearing you, hearing them try to take you off onto another subject and try to work you around over there about issues that had nothing to do with why you called them. And you kept bringing them back. That was beautiful. You just brought them back to the subject. You stayed calm. Your temperament was great. I just loved hearing that tape, and thank you. That's a good, for me, that's a good model in how we can address the police. Just stand strong, bring them on back when they try to, you know. And by the way, I think your tape, um, I, I respect tape's opinions a lot. But as far as using this against you, I think your tape absolutely prevents that. You're protected by that tape, and I would really keep that tape close. Don't let them get their hands on that. Is that just too good for you? That's really good for you. I think I think you're safe. I just just a minute. I want to see what else. What else I wanted to say. Okay, that man. Okay, and okay, okay. Oh, one other thing. You know how you said you didn't call somebody because you figured that that they'd get compromised by the time they got there or something like that. You know, yes. Previously. I did the same thing with a power company. I had them come out and and um, measure the electromagnetic frequencies in my house. And the gentleman did on one wall. He said, I've never measured frequencies this high, this high on the interior of a home ever. Um, he said, if you can cut a hole in that wall, call me and I will come back out and look and see what's going on in that wall. And you know what? Instead of doing that, I told oh, I'll get to him by then. So it won't do me any reason I had. You know, so it, hopefully we can ignore those messages we say to ourselves that it won't work. It just might. Yeah. So I, at this point, that was a couple of years ago. At this point, I really wish I'd followed through. But I didn't, and there we are. I have it in writing from him, but, you know, I would have liked his help in that. But uh, so next time I'll know better, you know. Anyway, thank you for all your strength. Thank you for playing that for us. That was great. Well, thank you for your encouragement, and I think you're right that uh, the bottom line is sometimes we are arrested by fear, mm-hmm. but at some point, you know, we have to realize that we're probably more afraid not to press forward. And then the main thing we all should understand is that we are our greatest advocate. Nobody's going to advocate what's going on and try to work for our better like. We will, as an individual, you know, I'm I'm my greatest advocate. You're your greatest advocate. So if we don't do it, you know, nobody else is going to do it. But I do appreciate encouragement. Yeah, but along those lines, I remember at one point I was reading something that was that was saying, be, it was saying exactly what you're saying. Be your own advocate. Be your own lawyer. Just look at this. Set yourself outside. Be a lawyer, look at it from a logical point of view, and then go advocate exactly what you just said, you know? And we are. We can do that. Bless your heart. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you you for your comments, Linda. Hi. Hi, Derek. It's Barb. 
Um, I agree with the other Barbara. I really think you should go for um, air quality environmental uh, group. Um, you know, I was in Colorado and they measure radon and what they do in the basement is they put a measuring item down there and leave it there for a week. So your fear about, you know, it might dissipate by the time they get there. I'm thinking that there would be something like that they could do and just leave it in your house. And they do have a way with the radar. I can't remember exactly what they did, but they put a little, so I couldn't fool with it. They put a little string or something. And if somebody was going to interfere with the reading, it would be obvious. So that I agree with Barb. I, you know, and I would not mention targeting or anything. I do just like she said, Hey, I'm smelling something. Something's going on. I don't feel well when it when when it's coming in my direction. Tell them. Tell them you don't feel well. Tell me get dizzy. Tell them anything. And then the other thing, I could not hear the police officer hardly at all. I'm I really was struggling there. But the way I kept hearing him, I think I'm right. Did he keep asking you kind of over and over? So you think they're trying to kill you? He asked you that several times, right? Yes, he did. And I got scared for a minute. I thought he was going to grab you and take you to a mental institution. Now, I don't know what that comment means, but I've got this gut feeling it means something, but I don't know what, because I haven't heard anybody. It, it's not a danger to you or yourself, but it, it's got to mean something for him to keep asking that over again. Yeah, you're right, and I guess I was kind of like taken up by the moment because I never really got the fear. And let me say this, too. The guy, you know, he could have pressed a little more. You know, I guess he could have taken me to, you know, the jail or whatever, you know. I could have, yeah, you were so, on your face. I mean, yeah, in that respect, I guess, you know, either God was looking out for me or I was blessed, however you want to look at that. But, um I just kind of felt it was really important for me to get my point across and get my point across in front of law enforcement that day. And to be quite honest, with all things being said and done, if I had to do it all over again, I'd probably do it very close, if not the same way that I did it. But uh, I do understand and appreciate, you know, everything that you all are saying and all the concerns that, you know, could have, you know, made that thing easily. It could have gone, you know, a different way. Right. But, I wouldn't quit. I really would go for an environmental agency. I think yeah. that's a really good idea. Yeah, I think thought. you're right. That's and I think I the, yeah, I mean, the fact that you said maybe they can put something there and it will kind of... Uh, leave it there, right, like they do with the radar. I'm sure they do. Yeah, that, that's a good idea. I never, you know, really gave that a whole bunch of consideration, but I think you're right. Okay. Well, good luck. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Thanks for your comments, Barb. Hi, welcome to the call. Do you have a question or comment for Reggie? Uh, yes, I actually have a series of questions. Um, he can answer how he wishes. Um, according to Duval County records, uh, which people that you uh, evicted are you pursuing in a civil court case for uh, specific targeting? Um, I also have a question about um, how many court civil cases have you filed against these tenants? Um, do you personally believe that the house letter that you presented was detrimental or beneficial? Um, 
Do you think that the air quality meter that you're using is affected in any way by perfume or cologne? Okay, so, um, I think you should probably let them answer like one. I have a few series of questions. I didn't mean to like be rude or yeah, anything. Um, yeah. yeah, go okay. ahead. Reggie, did you want to answer some of those uh, questions? Well, let, let me just say this. I don't. I don't think, to be totally honest with you, I think these people come in good faith. And to be totally honest with you, I've had to grow and mature to the fact to realize that they're just being played in this larger scheme of things. So my my um, actions aren't really directed at any one person. and certainly not a tenant or anybody that's here or been here or anything like that. I just want to be, I just want the poisoning to stop, number one. And number two, you know, I think it's probably something coming from a higher authority, just an individual, other than an individual that's interested in renting a room. So I don't want so, too much. Like on your Duval County records, though, you have a lot of evictions against tenants, which I understand. I've been a property management or a property manager myself. So I understand how that goes, but are there any specific individuals that you have personally filed civil suits against for targeting you? Well, the only person that I filed a, a specific civil suit against was someone that I felt like was involved with the poisoning, and they were, uh, you know, they were they were part of like uh, some other stuff that they were doing here. I think. They were involved in some drugs and some other people and some other things. And so that's the only person that I've, and this was someone way about this time last year that I evicted. And uh, I evicted along with them a civil suit. No, it wasn't T. I don't, I don't, I never, uh, I'm not trying to go after TIs. I'm a TI. So I'm not trying to go after another TI. I just want this stuff to stop. I'm trying to deal with people that I feel like, you know, and have determined. And this is the other thing. I don't go around just calling people perks either. You know, I just, I don't think, I think that's uh, counterproductive. I think we do that. I think we kind of need to move on from that uh, line of question. Hi, welcome to the call. Do you have a question or comment for Reggie? Hi, is the caller there? Okay, maybe later. Hi, welcome to the call. Do you have a question or comment for Reggie? Okay, moving right along here. Hi, do you have a question or comment for Reggie? Yes, hello. Hello, yeah, we're here. Yes, hi, Derek. This is Ramita. Um, hi, Ramita. I, How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Happy New Year to everyone. I was I came in on the end of the call, but I did read your your newsletter, and I, I just heard one of the someone made a comment about the police approaching him and the questions that they asked him, and I just wanted to make a comment about that. That um, sometimes, most times, when they do that, um, of course we know it's psychological, so they ask questions um, to try to catch you in um, to get you to answer a certain type of way. Um, to get you to respond to the questions so that they can then say that, oh, yes, this person is definitely mentally ill or, 
you know, they have a problem and they need to be, you know, so it's, I just wanted to say that those are like trick questions that they use um, to, to get you caught in, in the game of whatever they're trying to um, accuse you of. Sounds like they were trying to lead him into paranoia or something like that. Right, right. So that to answer, I was just wanted to make that comment on that that they do that on purpose. Um, and what you what I've had because I've had the same encounter. What you have to do is stand your ground and know who you are. Um, know that you are of sound mind and respond that way. Because if you respond any other way, then they assume that you have um, um, no problem in the trap that they just said. You know, I can appreciate everything you're saying. And that's one of the reasons I agreed to uh, this kind of forum is because, you know, I'm kind of learning as I go here too. And I really do appreciate a lot of your responses. And again, it's really so easy to get caught up in the moment. And I think to some degree I was kind of caught up in the moment. So I can appreciate everything you're saying. And in hindsight, with him keeping, keep asking me that now that you, you mentioned it, you know, him asking me certain questions over and over and over again. And even the other uh, lady just mentioned the fact that maybe he was trying to kind of lure me into imply that I wasn't of sound mind, but I think clearly, you know, uh, I, I think I really portrayed myself as someone that, you know, was kind of clear headed. Right. Right. You are. And it's, it's, it's definitely them. It's definitely a game is something that they, and, and they keep asking you so that you would change your mind, thinking that you would change your mind and your response. They feel like you're hysterical about the situation and what's happening so that you will you will comply with whatever that they say. Yeah. Okay. So you have to stand your ground. When they try to tell you you're paranoid, no, I'm not paranoid, but, you know, this is the reason why I called you here, and, you know, I would like to see some results or some justice to what has happened. You have to stand your ground with them because they're going to keep saying that until they can think that they found a place in their mind that they can play with. So you have to, you have to really be... Um, um, your answer. Yes, and I agree with you a thousand percent, and thank you for that response, because I certainly concur with that. I mean, the reality is that, and that's the first thing they try to, you know, imply, as you've just said, is that, you know, maybe you're not thinking clearly, or maybe there's another reason, or another explanation for what's going on, and I am clear on what's going on. Right. But uh, I do thank you for your response. Thank you. Okay, thanks, Marisa. Okay, we're trying this again. Hi, welcome to the call. Do you have a question or comment for Reggie? Hi, Derek. It's Paula. You, you, you muted me so quick. <laughs> I was trying to unmute my phone at the same time. You muted me okay. back. Okay. Hi, Reggie. How are you? Hello. How you doing, Paula? Is this Reggie in Jacksonville? It is. Hi, Reggie. It's Paula. You know who I am, right? I do. How you been doing? Happy New Year. I know. Happy New Year. I got family. I told you I got family all down there. Um, I heard you kept saying over and over, I'm a targeted individual. I'm a targeted individual. How was he responding? Because your phone, the recording got kind of distorted. Well, uh, probably the best explanation from what I gathered 
and how he felt about that is when the supervisor, and I do have the, I do have the paper when the supervisor was there, but it was so short, I didn't think it brought any substance to the conversation tonight. But the one thing I think it did bring some value to is how they felt about targeted individuals. Because he said that as if it was a passing thought, as if he's, you know, he's a, he's a targeted individual. Like, you know, they've had this conversation amongst themselves uh, prior to him being mayor. And I do have this, so I have it on tape, as a matter of fact, but it's interesting you'd ask that question because, you know, he never really, I mean, you heard the, you heard the tape. I don't know whether you, you got in before the tape was being played, but that was the only time I felt like, okay, they know what I'm talking about when I say targeted individual. And if you'll, if you'll uh, note in that particular call, I mean, that particular recording, I did ask him, do you know what a TI, you know, a targeted individual is? Do you know what it is? And he never really re responded either in the affirmative or the negative. But again, when he and the supervisor came out, he said it as if, you know, there has been a conversation about, you know, targeted individuals. So I appreciate mm -hmm. that question. It's a good question. Okay. And uh, yeah, that's when I, yeah. I felt like, okay, they know something about you know, targeted individuals. Right, right. Because when I didn't know I was a T.I., I, I used to call the police all the time about the noise. If they were plunging down on my ceiling, I kept calling them. But, you know, they would take a report and, you know, they would look at me strange and ask me, did I need medical attention? And, you know, and one time I can remember I walked into the Boston police station and I and I, and I told, you know, to complained about the noise. And, and then they just, you know, blow you off. They, they don't want to they already know that you was coming. They, the girl at the desk, she knew I was coming. And then she, I said, well, can I speak to a supervisor? Then he, all he want to know is I want medical attention. So yeah, they already know and they want to set you up and all that. So yeah, I just wanted to know what did he say when, when you kept saying that? Yeah. Thank you for that question, Paula. Okay. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to call you soon, Reggie. I okay, want you to get my number, right? Yes. I'm going to call you soon. Okay. Thanks, Paul. Okay. Uh, okay. Thanks, Paul. Okay. Thanks. Let's see, Richard. Hey. Yeah. Hey, Derek. Hey. Uh, a question, uh, Okay. So I kind of think you. I was going to ask you, uh, kind of a new target individual. Did you say several years? Yes, I have. I have. Uh, yeah. Okay. Then I've been. Decades, uh, uh, they won't take a report. They won't re take a report, a written report whatsoever. And the police that comes out is not involved. It's above them. It's the sergeant, the the and, and up. Uh, and it's not all of them. It's just a it's just a handful of police officers. And it's what I found out. But l let me say, the hair test you're talking about, I had a patch test. If you start getting sick, uh, uh, if you, you know, feel bad and, and you know you're getting sick and you don't uh, get that patch test or hair test when dust on toxicologist. Uh, and I'll tell you why. When I got mine in 2015, they found prairie rattlesnake poisoning. And she asked me, "Have I ever been bit by one?" I said, "No." Uh, but they they use various things. Uh, uh, you can uh, 
Uh, like my home, uh, uh, you talk about chemical poisoning. Uh, mine's got some kind of uh, poisoning all in my kitchen, but you can see it with a UV light. You take a UV light and it shows up light green. It's on everything, and it, you can't get it off. And I hadn't had an opportunity to get it tested. But these other ways, uh, uh, they they use various ways. You know, sometimes I don't I don't think a tent is actually to kill anyone. Uh, tents to make them and very sick but uh, uh I've, I've been through a lot and as uh, as you go along you'll find out that the, but I, I just think the industrial toxicologist the higher uh, uh test and the uh either a patch test uh, they, they can pick up more than you know on uh, on any kind of poisoning they they found my uh program nanobots you know stuff like that and uh uh, chips, wares, stuff like that, and and uh, it's just on and on. But as far as the police, they walked me out of my wife uh, 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 laid down the bathtub and pulled up and, and died. And I tried to get an investigation. They walked me out of the police department. Yeah, they literally walked walked me to the sidewalk, and I wasn't belligerent. I just wanted the reports of what they did in my home. You know, when they come out, because I was out of my home. Uh, so I, I don't get upset with them, stuff like that. I tried to do things the right way, but, uh, dealing with them, as I found out, uh, the FBI, Homeland Security, State Attorney General, and all them people tell me, go back local, you know, go back local. So I, I the evidence to the, uh, uh, I said, the sheriff won't take it. He said, we'll take it to, to the, uh, district. Uh, attorney. So I took a district attorney. He sent it to Superior Court and then after my trial, it was part of my trial, and he peeked in it and he told the district attorney judge, the Superior Court judge, said, you might want to look in this after this trial. So after the trial, it, it was actually part of the trial, I went up and handed it to the district attorney and he threw his hands up. He said, nah, he, he, he said, I can't take them, take, I can't make them take anything. But the whole, uh, I guess the whole uh, if this continues, uh, the uh, the industrial toxicology test will be the best as far as any kinds of poisoning and stuff like that. I've got several things, you know, uh, identified and stuff like that. But uh, good luck. And, and uh, as far as the police, when you call them out, most of them don't know. That's really, they look at some strange uh uh, if you ever go up against one like a sergeant or something like that, and, and he's aware of what what's being done, then he'll have a whole different attitude than the ones that that don't know. You, you know what I'm saying? You, you can read him. You you'll be able to read him when you ask him questions, uh, and you'll know that he knows. Does that make any sense? <laughs> and where the other police, where the other police officers will look at you strange and think you're kind of out there and crazy, but they some of them actually knows if you get the right one, the expressions on his face when you ask him questions, you'll know that he knows that it's all carried out in the computer room based on police department. Yeah, just, and, I, you know. and I do agree with you as far as like them killing you overtly. They definitely don't want to do that because, I mean, you know, you could just step out of your front door and they could, you know, I mean, somebody, a sniper could be waiting 300 feet and that'd be the end of that. You know what I mean? So I do agree yeah, that's, that point. 
Well, they can take it. My uh, leg horn is definitely can't be healthy. I can promise you that right there. So, right. Well, that microwave weapon I use that shoots electromagnetic pulses and laser. Uh, yeah, they wanted it. It'd be easy for them to kill a person. That that's not their agenda to actually kill them. Actually, it's just make them suffer and uh, do you know make them sick and and uh, drive them uh, uh, psychologically to hurt somebody. Exactly. Get angry, they get angry at the police and stuff, and end up in a mental ward. See, there you go. Yeah. And I want to definitely second the fact that whenever you call the police out, you want to kind of like comply. You know, you want to be calm. Right. You know, you do want to be, you know, assertive, but not aggressive. Definitely not aggressive. And you don't want to put your hands on them, even as like patting them on the shoulder or anything like that. Switch gears at this time. 
And uh, you've been listening to uh, Reggie Dawson and his experience with the police officer. And we're going to go ahead and switch to general topics. Well, hold on just a second, please. Q&A session is over. Okay, uh, everyone's muted at the moment. And, and at this time, if you'd like to speak, you can press star six on your telephone. I'm your line. And thanks again to Reggie Dawson for sharing his experience with us. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I requested that you kept me anonymous. I don't know why you right. said my name, but that kind of messed me up. Okay, what are you saying? I had a, this is Shayla. I had a series of questions. Uh, which I didn't anticipate all of those questions to be asked, but you called me out when I specifically requested via text that you kept me anonymous. I never stated my name. Oh, okay. So that's I, not didn't cool. your, I didn't see your text. And okay, uh, well, I never I stated my name. And whenever people call in and they don't state their name, you shouldn't either. Not okay. Um, I will be pursuing a court case against him. Uh, he accused me of the same thing. Now, now we're going to be full blown drama. Okay. He accused me of gassing him, uh, defamation of character, a whole lot of things. And I it was all over Facebook live and I have the video to be proving that, uh, he has. This session is no longer being recorded. I, he had, uh, thanks for not recording me anymore. You're proving that you're on the wrong side of things here, but uh, four dozen court cases against tenants. And what I was asking was how many of those court, how many of those tenants has he filed court cases against? Uh, Jamie Ali has a, a court case with him that she won and she is a TI in this community, not a joke. And so I was trying to be professional in my questions and you cut me off, but now I'm gonna lay it on the line. I Q&A session has started. Oh, no, 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 no. We are not going to have this here. No, uh -uh. if you want drama, you do not bring it to this main call. And we are not having that, Shayla. No, this is not the Jerry Springer show, and we are not going to have this drama on this call. Okay? This is a private matter between you and Reggie, and that's something that you and him will have to resolve. It's not going to be resolved here. Okay? No, I do not tolerate drama, and we are not having that here. I'm sorry. Q&A session is over. Derek, I just want to say that I think you're on the right side of things. I don't think you're on the wrong side. I know. Thanks, Derek. That was awful. <laughs> uh, and I'm sorry that that was, you know, done. And I was concerned about her question. I mean, I was just concerned that it was a little too pointed. I didn't know what, she, you know, what was going on, but he wasn't here to, to testify, you know. He was just here to share. So I was, anyway, 
I think you did a great job. Thank you. Well, you're welcome. What happened? Derek, Reggie's gone? Uh, Reggie, I don't know if Reggie has left or not. Let me see. Can you guys even hear me? Oh, Reggie has left. Oh, I put the phone down. I didn't know nothing happened. Well, if I wasn't muted... Am I being muted? Who's he talking to? Who's he talking to? Y'all, what? Oh, no, I'm just laughing because you can't see him. You'd, 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 you'd lie. <laughs> yes. No, if you guys can hear me, I'll tell you what happened. Okay. We don't want to hear it. We really okay, don't want to hear it. Fair. You don't want to hear it. I, that's oh. fair. We were well, here. I have you deal I with a live yourself. video of his demeanor, though, and there's another woman that is... You know, it's between you and someone else. Right. Eric is absolutely yeah. right. You're behind it. It's not the place to air that on the call. It's not uh -huh. It's not the time for it. Okay, well, she's listening to elevator music at the moment, so no, she's not going to hear all of that here. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, that was... No, I think one of the biggest joys is um, getting us to fight each other. Well, yeah, yeah, we, this is something that the community is so susceptible to, and that is really a pet peeve that yeah. people allow this drama to play out on their calls and in other places. No, I do not tolerate that here. Thank you. I appreciate your stance on this, and, um, you know, just trying to keep us from being united. And you see it all the time. Mm -hmm. It's constant. Mm -hmm. There are always people fighting within this community, and they're really good people. And I'm not saying there aren't perps, but it's very hard to identify them. It's mostly TIs, I would think. And they're hoping we destroy each other. Yeah, and that's sad, if I may say. You know, it's it's sad, and it would be nice if it were just not necessary and or not happening. And I agree with you. And um, I think well, we have to help rectify that. Is if people just look at something logically rather than emotionally. When you look at it with logic, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I, I think if you're aroused emotionally, take over. Yeah. yeah, if you're aroused by something and you start expressing that emotion right. comes through, then that that does without thinking it out first. Yeah. Yeah. Hi. You also need to remember that a lot of them have been hit on the head, so obviously they can't even think straight. So you got to put that into consideration as well. 
Does anybody know how to be against these people? Uh, no lawyer in my my county will even do it. I need a, I needed to file a civil action uh, on all of this, and I, I really don't know how to do it. Um, Jack, no, Jack Cristiani is is building a website that teaches you how to how to file your own lawsuit. Going to be, it's, he's a part of Targeted Justice, and it's going to be done in a few weeks. I think. Well, I went up there to file. I went up there to file here in front of a judge, and they won't let me. The master told me to file a brief, uh, and they wouldn't give me one. And now I've tried to file to, to just appear in front of the judge, and and they won't let me. Uh, they won't let me. But I know if I file myself, if I if I know how to fill the forms out, I can. Then they won't have no choice but to let me in front of that judge. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So they were saying that you didn't have the correct form for the judge? You didn't have the correct form? So when you file paperwork, you got to get it out of the clerk of court's office to file like a brief or, a, uh, or, or whatever, and you got to get it from them, and then you fill it out and file it, and then, then they set you go in front of a judge. The clerk of court won't do it. I've tried and tried. Uh they won't let me, they won't give me the forms. I, I don't know. And I talked to attorneys and attorneys won't, they won't, uh, they won't help me neither. Uh, just to file a civil action on a bunch of people and uh, present a lot of evidence to get a civil suit going. Someone gave the information on the last call I was on. It's called LegalShield.com. And actually, it's helping me a lot right now. And you can go on there. It's a small fee that you have to pay for membership. It's like maybe um, anywhere from 19 to $24 a month. Right. What they do is you, you um, once you sign up, you have legal co consultation at your fingertips. You just call. And what they do, based on the situation, they will, uh, um, they will give you a lawyer. Um, from their um, company to represent you in whatever civil case that you are um, trying to um, pursue. So that might, that might be a good idea for you instead of you trying to do it yourself. That way they have all the paperwork and all the forms and everything. They can actually fill those out for you and help you through that whole process opposed to you doing it on your own. It's uh, legal, isn't it? Legal, legal, legal shield. Mm-hmm. Legalshield.com. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be happy to do that. I'm. I, that's all I need to get the file, the paperwork and stuff. I can handle myself in court. I'm just not good at, uh, at documents and, and you know that process. You know. I think it'll be it'll be beneficial to you because they will actually give you the. They can probably talk you through some of the things that you're trying to do. You might not have to do as much as you think you do. Um, right. But in the case that you would need a lawyer, they would be able to appoint you one, opposed, uh, opposed to you trying to get one from the court system, and they already know that you're targeted, so they're not going to try to assist you. But if you go through that, you know, the legal shield, it, it'll be a little bit better for you. Oh, okay. Thank you. I really appreciate that. You're welcome. I'll definitely do that. That's all. That's all I need right there. If they would, if they will. 
if that doesn't turn out real well for you, Joe, a NOLO press has all has a whole bunch of legal information. Um, they've been used by people for legal issues for years, and they do tell you how to file and what to do and where to go. You know, they tell you all that. But it's all in writing. They don't have an attorney advising you. I think what this woman just told you is great. I'm going to call them. Um, but if it doesn't work out, no low press. N-O-L-O press is a great legal resource. Okay. Yeah, I thought I thought about stuff like that, studying and looking. But uh, to be honest, they they keep me uh, pretty much uh, non-functional. You know, I used to be smart and stuff, but uh, I'm so close that they, you know, they they, they come down on me very very hard. I, I don't, I can't punch well. It's uh, it's just terrible. You know, I can't do anything myself. If I had a little nudge with the uh, attorney, uh, some kind of small attorney to, to file something for me. Now I can talk pretty well, and uh, you know, I, as far as explaining things and, and working in court. But I, you know, I'm as far as learning how to do things. Uh, that's, that's about out of the question. You know, my my brain, I'm brain dead now. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. Yeah, when, I think, right. when I start to write something, it's like, what? Well, I don't even know what I'm writing you know i don't know what the subject is um yeah you you definitely don't have no problem talking that's for sure (laughs) (laughs) okay i'll shut up um well actually my brain is coming together a little better thank god but thank you (laughs) i think i was talking to richard (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) well thanks richard you're very welcome, sir. Hey, I have got some pretty good news, though. Uh, I'm sending all my documents to a lawyer, a big law firm in Monroe, North Carolina. Well, uh, good uh, for you. Well, a friend of mine, uh, Ben Paulson of Monsanto stuff, he's they going to take that case, and he's he got appointment Tuesday, so I'm going to send my stuff to him uh, and see if they'll take my case because it's actually medical, the, the hospital's doctors, that's one issue. And another one's the state. It's all been carried out in the state. That's another lawsuit. And the next one's the government, you know, as far as SSC frequency, license frequency. So it's three, right. three different levels. Yeah. Are we using I'm just, I'm just saying. Are we using an armored car to send this, this stuff? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I thought about that. I thought about that. That might be dangerous right there. I'm, I got to go down there and see them. Yeah. And then after you, well, after you send the records and stuff through Armored Car, you better hide yourself in a bag and slide in there with it. Yeah, that's going to be messy. That's, uh, it, it is kind of, you're right, Richard. I mean, it's on a serious note. Uh, I pushed these people so hard and found out so much and got so much evidence and know a lot of people really involved. I even know the doctors that put these things in everything uh, that uh, it might be scary for to go and it, a big law firm if they if they would take it. Oh, I'd I'd really be in trouble probably. Look, I mean, if you, me to, if you want me to, I'll give me a dark suit. Some dark glasses. I'll cut my hair. I'll buy me a hoster to put under the arm of my coat. And uh, I'll follow you around up there. 
<laughs> you're gonna be my body. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, they shoot, they shoot a gun that don't shoot bullets. It's silent. <laughs> it, it don't matter. I got a ball bat. Don't shoot bullets either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have no trouble gang stalking or, or physical threats. Uh, I go everywhere. You know, I don't have no problem like that, but but I'm talking about on the upper level. You know, I don't, if I take these people up too much, it could be, it could get, you know, really, yeah. Our targeting changes as it goes along and uh, when it first starts out, there's a lot of stalking and uh, following you around, and then it backs up. Well, they, 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 still do, they do still, still do women like that, and some people, because they don't uh, buck, buck up against them and stuff. Uh, they, some, uh, they some target individuals on Facebook's having a real... Uh, Karen Melton Stewart, she got a, three people that's... That's been hospitalized and stuff they've like been, that. They've been trying to put me there. They, the last, I'm uh, talking about physical hospital. I ain't talking about mental. I'm talking about physically harmed. I know. I'm talking about hospital, too. I mean, yeah, I, yeah the last uh, three, four, five days, I haven't been able. I've been waking up unable, well, until I cough enough and get that slimy syrupy stuff out of my lungs i can't even breathe i spent an hour or more in the morning trying to get that mess out of me and uh, well richard i'm gonna i'm gonna be honest with you on that uh that it, they cause that they huh? cause you breathing and that stuff in your lungs i mean that's that's frequency induced disease you're talking about that's way uh, well, my wife actually, actually richard i got uh, video of footprints around my truck where they've been spraying it in my truck because I'll crank the truck and take off down the road and I don't got any more. But mainly what they're doing to me is when they've got me knocked out while I'm asleep. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, yeah, I come in uh, last night. I went left about two or three hours yesterday and come in. There's a candy mint, a white one, right on inside my Faraday cage when I went to bed. I don't know whether that's kind of warning me or just trying to tell me I got bad breath. I don't know what no, it was. No, it's just to let you, it's just to let you know that they're there. Oh, yeah, they will. Believe me. Yeah. Try, um, try, try, have you tried drinking, um, uh, like, um, mineral water? Have you tried that? It's not going to help the poison, and I think activated charcoal probably will be better. You're talking about his lungs, right? Yeah, but chemicals, right? It's chemicals, because they all spray them in my house. So when I use activated charcoal, you know, it, it draws out a lot of crap. I mean, just <laughs> read up on it. Do some research, just read up on activated charcoal. But have you, have you guys, can you identify the chemical? That they're using, or have you found that is no, you can't. No, no, no. But I know I feel better when I do when I when you can't identify it. But but they do use certain things to 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 affect your breathing, and it causes that congestion too. You know, uh, you can't comment. You can't comment. Everything under the kitchen sink. You know. 
And uh, they have, they've used Comet and, you know, different um, Raid. It tastes like Raid and it is very hard to breathe. I've never been asthmatic before in my life and now I have to, you know, inhale on the thing that opens up my breathing. Well, it's always the it's always the same thing they're using on me. It's always got the same taste. Well, you know, there's an interesting thing on Facebook I like to bring up. Uh, Karen Melton Stewart on that lady that's uh, in in real bad shape and and fixing me hospitalized. Uh, she she brought up uh, Kidder's reports and stuff like that. But she, they they found a uh, 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 inner ducts. Out, uh, somebody put a can full of uh, mold or fungus, uh, and then I remembered some people moving state to state because the mold and fungus was, was in their homes. But I posted a picture when I moved back home. I got a black table with a black nylon cloth over it beside my bed, uh, and behind it, just some around and it. Posted that picture, but uh, you see, uh, that was right beside my bed. I noticed that after I moved back home, so I fixed all that, and, it, it, and I, it's on my chairs at my bar. My home ain't 15 years old. Ain't no moisture. I don't have leaks. I don't have nothing. I got a nice home, but I, you know, it's very unusual for that. Uh, and that's my wife is sleeping right beside this table, but. Uh, it, I mean, it's on Facebook. It, it was all over the backside, white. It's just like growing on it. And 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 I ain't figured that out yet, but I just thought I'd mention it because uh, several people on Facebook's already mentioned the mold and the fungus. And then like, I remembered some people moving state to state trying to get get away from it, just making them sick. Uh, but it, anyway, it's uh, it's very strange. And, and, and what I... Uh, pictures I got, it would make you sick if you're right beside of it, breathing it. So I don't know. Well, I can tell you this. The stuff that they're using slowly and surely takes away your lung capacity to put oxygen in your bloodstream. It does. It does. And once they do that, your heart is going to be working harder to get that blood with the oxygen through your body and so on and so on. And eventually you're going to be just like a fish out of water. You're going to be sitting there struggling for oxygen when there's plenty around you because it closes up the little corpuscles in your lungs. It's like a syrup. It's like a syrup and it actually dries. If you dry some of it, it's like a paste or a glue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't was calling me earlier. Who was that? That was trying to say something. It was it was me, there. It was Ramita. Oh, Ramita. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I was actually I I was gonna tell you this. I was gonna call you separate from the call, but I just want to mention it because I hear a lot of people talking about um you know their health and and all of that um. As a result of the targeting that's going on, but I found I've actually found a product, and I actually have 
have a website now with um it's called uh called the product is called Zeal. And I tried it out for myself and it seems to be helping me a lot um with being targeted. And it's Benvita.com. And what it is, it is um a a mixture of uh about thirty four superfoods in it. And it when you drink it, it goes straight to your cellular level levels in your body. And it has no no chemical, nothing in it. Um and, and it's been approved. The FDA can't change it. They can't, you know, do anything to it. It's a product. It was, it's, a, it's a miracle, actually, that the person came up with the product. But I found that I'm more focused, and um, it's harder for them to. It's harder for them to um, do some of those things to me because I have everything in my body that I need. Um, but. There's a website, and I'm going to actually send you the website, so maybe you can give it to some of the okay. guys. Yeah, if you could. Mm-hmm. I can do that. What's the name of the product again? The name of the product is Carzeal. Um, The company is called Zervita. So it's Zervita.com if anybody wants to go and check it out. Um, okay, could you spell the name? Z-U-R-V-I-T-A. Okay. And um, I will send you uh, more information um, tonight before I... Okay, that sounds good to me, though. Okay. Thanks for sharing. Hello? Can you guys hear me? Uh, yeah, we can hear you. Oh, um, I, I want to know if anyone else has had this. I'm sure it has to be like scalar wave, you know, because you can see, you know, like coming through the wall, you know, <laughs> on the picture. I mean, I had my video up and I just happened to catch that, you know. And But anyway, today I found dog feces on my carpet. I haven't been outside all day. I don't have a dog inside of the home and nor outside of the home, but the guy behind me does. And I'm having some window trouble. It's like 28 degrees. And this poop has made like a trail around my table, back around the little coffee table and back to the window. It's not a door, it's just a window. It it doesn't open to my knowledge. Is it is that only the technology? I mean it's real dog feces because I can smell it and see it. Anyone, anyone, anyone. I had the same stuff going on at my house, dear. And it Is wasn't it satellite? technology. No. no. It was somebody coming and going. Okay. And you never I'm, saw I'm them, correct? In my house. No, actually, I did catch a uh, new uh, time or two, not very much. I actually had... Uh, <sighs> A three-minute video 
that I caught of one of them, and there was some of the neighbors that did see them coming and going at the beginning of all this, but, you know, now things have changed for some reason, but uh, they were real. Uh, my carpet is brand new, and you could vacuum it over and not walk on it, and it would leave a perfect shoe print or any other kind of print. And I had windows and doors that were jimmied and scratched and broken, and I even managed to trap one in my attic. Uh, wow. I, yeah, I heard them up in the attic, and I took and screwed the... A uh, trap door that goes to the attic, I screwed it shut with a drill and some screws, and they ended up having to break out of the top edge of the roof. Uh, yeah, I caught one jumping off my roof, coming down. He tore the side of the house, you know, the roof edge. I caught him about 1 o'clock in the morning. It was just a shadow of a man, but I could see, you know, the silhouette yep. on the window. Yep. <laughs> so that's part of their thing. Well, the you ones know. that I got video of and saw were wearing like a complete black ninja type suit. Of course, it wasn't a ninja yeah. suit. It was uh, quite a bit more technical looking than that. But Yeah. Yeah. I think I've seen that's what my guys had on out back. Yeah, same type of black. It's a cloaking suit. I think they sell them. You can buy them online. There's, um, if you, you know, look up like cloaking or purchasing a invisible cloak or invisible cloaking yeah. cloth, they have the cloaking suit. You know, the whole, I mean, they're all different kinds out there. And yours, well, just uh, try to video everything you can, document everything you can, get all the proof that you can, and don't let it go. Try to hold on to it. And the best way to do that is to share it with as many people as you can while you have it. That way, if they steal it, delete it, whatever, yeah. you'll still have it, maybe. So just keep up with it. Okay. Now, let me ask you this, if anybody knows, is it a different crime? Do, are the charges different if they break into your home when you're there, present in your home? Is it still breaking and entering, or is it called something else? You know, I, think, I thought the law was different if you were not at home. It's breaking and entering. But it's if you're at home. Yeah. They come in your home. They come in your home while you're there. Yes. Do you see them? Well, that's false. <laughs> well, so from time to time, you know, you'll see like a somebody walk past your door, you know, in the kitchen, um, you while I'm sitting in the living room, or you know, I mean, and the weird stuff is still going on. Things get stolen, you know, cigarettes, yep. cash, yeah. And, uh, but, you know, I, I don't even know. You know how to, you know how to remedy that? <clears throat> you know how to remedy that? The only reason I just left the peppermint candy in the cage yesterday was I didn't put my dog in the house. I got a huge lot, two acres, and he's up at the gate. He waits on me at the gate. 
and they microwave them. But if I put him in the house, they can't. They won't come in my house if I leave him in my house while I'm gone. You should medium-sized mean dog. There ain't nobody gonna come in that house. But then that that peppermint and that stuff getting gone to stop because they won't get past your dog. That's the way I do. Uh, I had two dogs, Richard, and uh, both of them would put some teeth to you, and uh, they didn't ever get around many other people either, so I didn't let people around them or pet them. So they were on guard with anybody that came around, and they just simply removed the dogs. Removed Removed them, took them Did with them. I woke really? up with the dogs gone. Well, well, you need to get meaner dogs that bite anybody or, you know, any stranger. I, I just got through telling you these dogs would eat your ass alive. And uh, they they had to have drugged them or something to be able to even got near them. But they took them right out of my truck with me yeah. in the truck. Oh, drug both of us, all three of us drugged us all out. And when I come to, the door of my truck was open and the dogs were gone. Wow. Wow. That big old shepherd I got, if I, if, if I leave her in the house, I just wasn't thinking if I'd have put her in the house. That's the first time they'd been in my home in a long time since I got my dog several months ago. Uh, if I leave her in here, <clears throat> I don't have nobody coming in. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but I got a big dog, the biggest shepherd you ever saw. That thing don't jump up on the couch, get down, it it steps up there. <laughs> <laughs> She's huge. Police come out here, they stand outside, she looking at my storm door, she said, that's the biggest dog I ever saw. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe so. Maybe so. Yeah, they got ways. They're microwave dog. They get you right. You exactly right. I agree. I'm not saying about that because they got ways. That old man put his or he can't do nothing. Or you know, they got ways. If you put an actual, if you put an actual human being, and even two at one time, between you and the people doing this to you, and they're attacking and drugging human beings also, then most certainly they would your dog. Yeah. I've had people say that their pets have been killed. From what you're saying is true. Yeah. You have killed a lot of pets. Well, I've had a few human beings that uh, I hired to come and babysit, and they were jumped and beaten and drugged. Jumped? I mean, they saw the people who jumped them? Oh, yes, several of them saw the people and uh, got a good look at them. And next thing you know, they're jumped and drugged and scared to death. In fact, oh, wow. Yeah, well, the problem, the problem with that is they didn't believe my story to begin with. 
And they were just simply there to get the money. They needed the money, didn't care, you know, well, sure, I'll, you know, I don't mind a little money in my pocket of sitting around doing nothing. So they came and, uh, well, when it, when they found out I was telling the truth, of course, uh, they were sort of shocked and scared. Uh, they never <laughs> Excuse me, they're waterboarding me with soap suds. I I don't know if anybody else gets that. And uh, they also, this last night, there was a a lady who said to me, and I clearly heard her as if she were standing right next to me, she said, do you want to be gang raped? And I said, what the? Oh, yeah, I think I jumped up and grabbed my big stick that was sitting beside me and yes you know she actually asked me if i wanted to be gang raped now who on planet earth even i I asked someone who does that i don't know that's just that's the frustrating part to me and that's made me very very uncomfortable today into thinking that well maybe they are just gonna come in because they'll start yelling right outside of the window at you know early in the morning like 2 a.m i tried to call the police just for a noise complaint you know nothing they weren't you know they were coming in and out but i knew the police weren't doing anything you know maybe i thought they would drive around the neighborhood maybe you know quiet them down they're young i'm sure maybe college students drinking on a friday night but no instead i called the police and they said oh wrong number uh she gives me the same number that i dialed and i said okay they're just not going to help me they're letting me know and so that felt i felt i took it as a threat you know personally because they are here to serve and to protect. And that's just letting me know, hey, you know, we drop our hands. And if they come at you and kill you, you know, hey, we, we're we just not going to do anything. That's basically the subliminal message I, I got out of that. About animals, you know, or finding their, their, you know, thinking that, or they're trying to make you think they defecated in your house or peed or whatever. When I came home to my house, the last house I had, um, they, there was like a whole, there was like a line of pee coming down my wall. It was, it was like, first somebody would pee and then they would move down the wall, pee again, you know, all straight for like an entire length of a room, dogs don't pee like that. But I think they were trying to make it look like, you know, a dog had peed because it was lower than any man could be. So yeah, I, yeah they've done it to my house. So yeah, it's not uncommon for them, I think. It wasn't feces, but it was certainly excrement from somebody, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I think they, this behavior just shows me that they really cannot solve their own problems because if they could, they wouldn't spend so much time with us. We wouldn't have to call their supervisor in order to get properly served. 
you know, whenever we go to a public store such as Walmart or, you know, anywhere, any service, you know, they're just unable to solve their own problems. Well, I also and think so they put us in this tough position. Blind. They never have enough. They always yeah. want more, I think. So yeah. no matter how much they get, they still want more. You know? Mm-hmm. I think the more you have, the more frightened you are of losing it. You know, so they may be mm-hmm. in some fear, too. I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah, and they have that gang stalking, you know, the mind map. Yeah. Uh, or, Derek, did you have a chance to look at the anonymous video yet? Uh, no, not yet. Probably will after, after the call. Oh. I would, uh, I would like to say to everyone, uh, there's one thing that is huge and pertaining to them calling us all crazy or labeling us all with some sort of illusion or delusion, not everyone that is a TI can possibly have the same delusion because we have the same symptoms, then they really don't have a right and should not be possible for them to call us mental or crazy because all of us are having the same thing. That's not how it works. If you got a hundred people with mental issues, they're not going to have the same ones. Well, you know, like but I got, I got a comment on that. Uh, the mental hospital thing is about over with. Too much evidence coming out. Uh, they did pick me up in 2014. For seven day evaluation, they didn't. Uh, they didn't uh, diagnose me with anything. Time I, uh, I was going to stay, talk to a group of doctors. That next day, they put my clothes up there and said, "No, you leaving." Uh, I had all them people in that mental ward in the TV room dancing and laughing. And I told them, I said, "Listen, y'all, they were zombies. But they had them so medicated it was awful." And I just. I uh, found a music channel, and I started dancing. They started dancing, having fun. That's when I came to that nurse. I said, y'all need to come in here. I'm holding therapy. They threw me out. But what? Uh, and that's true. And in, in my medical records, I, I, I was curious. Uh, they, they had in there that I wrote a letter to the governor in 2012, but I didn't get a response. Now, how they knew that, I never know, because I sent that personally to the governor, and nobody knew it. But they did. That was in my medical records. <laughs> but my whole point is picking two eyes up, putting them in awards, just like they did, uh, what's her name, that, uh, that lady running for mayor in Tennessee. You know, they put her in a mental ward at one time. I forget her name, uh, T.I. But uh, the, as far as the police, uh, you know, putting them in mental hospitals, that, that's slowing down. It, it probably stopped because there's too much coming out now. Richard, Richard, I, I, don't know, I don't know where you're yeah. getting your information from, but that's very incorrect. People are being put in there all the time. There was a lady just a week ago on the call that we all know 
the rain that they come to her house, force their way into her door, and try to carry her down, put her in there. So that's definitely not slow down. Well, 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 you have to have the court warrant. I think you have to have a judge sign off on a warrant yeah. now. But what, what were the circumstances? What were the circumstances? You don't have to have a judge to sign off on it. All you have yeah, to have is the sheriff to send them to your house. No, they're trying to change it now. I think I did read something recently about well, that. Trying, well, trying to change well, it, not changing. It, I it mean, it was a changed. story. It was in the press, and the names well, were there. To I, people, I talk to people every day, 30 to 40 people every day. And, and I mean every day and every night, all hours of the night. And putting them away. You got three three choices, okay? If they ever come to get you, you're either locked up in jail, as Richard just got through saying a little while ago that he was done for 20 days, although it was pertaining to some other things, he was targeted in jail. And then they're putting them on the mental wards, and they're targeting them on the mental wards. You're exactly right. If you don't get one of those two, there's only one other option. And for a bunch of us, as of last Wednesday night, uh, we had a vigil for those people, many of them that we've lost, and that's the graveyard. Mm. That was yeah. Lovelace that you did. That was. Let me let me comment on my. On, uh, it, it, you said that that well, and I. That target individual. Me, if you get a target, me, you get a target individual that uh, that can handle it, calm stuff like that. No. Now let me tell you, they are hurting people so bad that they lose them. Literally, psychological uh, torture, they are losing their reality. And uh, that's what's happening. If, if they would calm down and handle things right, and if you talk normal uh, and explain things right, that would never happen. But I, I agree, some, some people just, uh, I mean, you're right. Uh, I, I was probably wrong. I was talking about people now. A lot of target individuals now is talking more calmly, uh, you know, and explaining things more clearly. For some of them, it's just actually losing it, you know, psychologically. Well, I, I try to talk calm, too, and you're right about that. You can't yeah. blame the people for losing it psychologically because that's what no, I don't push. That's what you what they're being pushed to. Now, yeah, I yeah. talk calmly about it, but when I when I stop, and I try not to do this very often, but when I stop and I think about them targeting my 38-year-old daughter and my three-year-old grandson, and they're doing the very same things to those two that they're doing to me, no. And and a three-year-old ain't done nothing wrong, ain't even had time to understand what life is about at all yet. And 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 the, my daughter's being pushed after being a paramedic for 10 years herself, being pushed toward the mental wards. 
And I got a text message on my phone that I would be glad to read, and it comes from those untraceable uh, computer texts that you can't trace back. And it plainly says, well, I don't think uh, the little girl is going to make it. I don't think she's strong enough. But, well, when we get her out of the way, it'll just make it easier for us to get hold of the little boy. Oh, so, that's awful. Well, traffic. Well, yeah, they, they, do, they do that. I got a 20-year-old grandson been a target ever since he was born. They destroyed them right, right across my five-acre lake. They had three acres over there. <clears throat> and uh, they pretty much, uh, he, uh, they wanted to put him on ADHD, you know, when he starts. I said, no. Uh, and and I fought for that, but they did give him Tourette's. They he's hit so long he had Tourette's uh, and stuff like that. But yeah, they 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 really uh, do a, no, a number on children. Uh, well, let's, let's children don't know information. Well, let's don't put information out there that's going to make people drop their guard because this is a part of the mental world. I well, just, it is. Yeah, I just recently got information that uh, admitted a director of a huge medical facility admitted to me that hypnosis, which started way back when they said, well, let us help you stop smoking. Let us help you quit, uh, lose weight. Let us help you get rid of the pain. Okay, they've been doing that for years now. He admitted to me that all of that was a part now, an absolute part of medical and psychiatric treatment. It is. And under under certain circumstances, how are you going to know? How are you going to know if you are or if you ain't? Well, I forgot the money I spent and what I've done, you know, the, all the money I put into a Faraday case, supplements and all that. See, uh, a lot of people that, that, that don't, that, that hadn't uh, prepared or uh, if they if they not got anything like a ground shield earthing or a Faraday cage and doing a few supplements, it would be very easy because they they, they get the best of me. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I'm dysfunctional. Even with what I got, I could imagine, couldn't imagine what they doing to people that, that hadn't got that. See, so I, I, you know, I wasn't thinking at that on that rim. Well, I, I get, I get the electromagnetic weapons. I, I get the, uh, chemicals. I get boots on the ground. I even invented a new phrase of my own. It's called B2K. I'm sorry, B2A. And that represents boot to ass. I'm sitting here right now with a with a T-shirt. Well, that's a good one. Well, I'm sitting here with a T-shirt on my body right now that has been ripped with bruises and scratches all over me, and it was done by them while I was asleep or out, whichever you want to call it. So, I mean, there's nothing you can name that I'm not getting, although our targeting changes from time to time because 
Well, they simply progress enough or do enough of whatever experimentation they want to do, get what they want from us, try to change or play with our minds, you know, take bipolar people and turn them into normal people. That's what some of this is about. about. But if you look on YouTube, there's a whistleblower lady on there that has got 2,000 different personalities under the MK Ultra program that they have put her through for the last bunch of years. How are you going to get along with anybody with 2,000 different personalities? Well, that's the that's what they did with my stepdaughter. She's uh, she's got bipolar and uh, the psychiatrist. That, that they use that a lot. Well, on the target people, they're calling by that by. Okay, uh, someone has joined us from seven oh six area code. Oh, stop it! Okay, um. Somebody from the 706 area code is making a lot of that noise you're hearing. Uh, you might want to try calling back in, whoever, it's uh, area code 706. Maybe we'll get a clearer line. Hello? Okay. Aliens. Hey, guys, can you hear me? Hello. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah I just want to say that what uh, Lovelace was talking about that was uh, that wasn't Tennessee. It was actually Connie Marshall in uh, Kentucky. Yeah. 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 yeah that's Connie Marshall. Yeah. She went. She went through the Bioethics Commission too with John Hall and him. Oh yeah. Got a lot yeah. of respect for that woman. They boy, they put her through the ringer. Literal hell. Yeah, they do it. Very corrupt over there. I haven't heard about her lately. I hope she's all right. Yeah, I do as well. Have you heard about her, Derek? Heard from her or anything? Well, yeah. She's still struggling with all that. Uh, yeah, she can. Wow. Yeah, they put her through it. Yeah, they her. The police should have never done that. Exactly. Now, uh, now, now it's catching up with them. It's going to catch up with them, I promise. All this. For sure. Now, they don't actually... Yeah, they don't actually carry it out. They get the data, but they, uh, I think the people around the areas used to microwave generators, uh, train through the fusion centers. That, that could be a federal man or Homeland Security. They use this to machine. They got to be trained on their machines. So <clears throat> what it is, they, the machines around your home send your brain data to the computer that, uh, at the police department. You know, in 2011, it, uh, a lot of TIs, they'd be pulled over and they'd come up on the computer in their car, police car, do not detain. Well, that changed in 2012. That's what put me on to carry it out, you know, the computer room. But I, but uh, three officers already come forward and, 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 and talking about, you know, it's, it's carried out there. So I don't know for sure, you know, that's speculation because they didn't tell me directly. Well, here's what gets me, guys. We were discussing this over the last night. 
you know, I hear so many people in this community running around standing there on a terrace watch with you gotta stop doing that. Stop. Stop yeah. doing that. What do you think a, a law enforcement officer is gonna think when he happens to pull you a targeted person a person over and you know, he runs it through VICAP or whatever, checks your information out, and it comes back, well, this guy's a terror, on the terrorist watch. But cops going to be like, whoa, wait a minute. Now. Well, I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you why all that stopping me. They don't chase me down no more. Uh, when they, last time they chased me down in my county where I grew up, uh, I told a nurse in there, they put me on suicide watch, and they, they wanted to question me leaving. And uh, they they were saying uh, they can't get through these wall brick walls; they're too thick. So that tells me they know about the uh, microwave generator. But I said it's not coming; it's not coming from the outside. It's coming from the inside. It's programmed. It's coming from the computer room. They ain't messed with me since. My probation officers, when they come out and looked at everything, I pointed to the homes where they destroyed around here and then sold for half price. Uh, uh, I went up there and gave them everything, and they took my threat level down. Uh, another probation officer come out, and I said, how come they switched? He said, well, uh, you ain't no threat no more. See? Now, in my in my county, I'm not a threat no more, but I'm still going through it. I'm going to stop. They're they not going to chase me down no more. Uh, they're going to leave me alone. I get them enough to... Um, to understand, you know, the seriousness of it. Well, yeah, people really should stop saying that they're on terrorists. I directly advise, you know, it's imperative that people not be doing that. Um, that 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 would scare the hell out of anybody, you know. Somebody, hey, that guy's over there. He's on a terrorist watch list. With people, what do you think people's going to be like? You know, it's 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 yeah. isolating you. It will isolate. Well, there's one, uh, there's one important word that you're leaving out of that statement, and that is domestic. Domestic. Oh, yeah. Domestic. If y'all look up the new laws written under domestic terrorist, you will see that just about any American, normal American citizen that goes through a normal day that might get in a that with their wife might have a problem with their teenager or even their tractor won't crank and you go to cussing and slamming in the yard and cussing the government for well i didn't get my retirement check this week and blah 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 then you can be considered a domestic terrorist exactly. so we we shouldn't be scared of it Instead of being scared of it, we should be fighting back at it. And then if you add all the terrible, horrible things that they're doing in the name of uh, surveillance, which I remind you of the memorandum that Ramola D. wrote to Donald J. Trump. You can look it up and reread it. She says it best of anybody I know has ever said it. But that's what it amounts to. Where when Listen, when the NSA leader sitting in Congress said to the man when he asked him, I want to know what Americans are targeted. I want to know how many of them there are. And I want to know right now, uh, Wynan, Representative Wynan asked that question. And when when the NSA guy... 
God. Anna, is that you, hon? When the representative went to, NSA guy went to answer the representative, he says, we're not targeting Americans. And all I could think of is, well, how could he lie about that? How could this man lie about targeting Americans? Because I know, for one, that they are targeting Americans. So how could he lie? Well, guess what? They're not targeting Americans. They're targeting people considered not American citizens. And we're just domestic terrorists. And once you get on one of these lists, your rights do not stay the same. As yeah, that's about the truth right there. That's about the truth right there. But, you know, what I'm, what I'm thinking about, like I told my congressman's office, uh, office, and they couldn't answer it. I've been down like this for 30 years. You know, it goes back. Uh, and I, I gave them uh, a lot of stuff. I even gave them the, uh, the, the declassified weapon that, that's being used. Uh, they could monitor a terrorist, monitor them, uh, and, and they don't have to hurt people. See, there's a difference in Patriot Act. It says they can be monitored for data uh, in that law that passed in Patriot Act after 9-11. Well, see, monitoring somebody's one thing. If, you know, you get ringing in the ears, you don't know they're doing it, and they, but they don't have to hurt and torture you. I don't but Richard, when, when, when you're saying monitor for data, that could be medical data, psychiatric data, uh, it data, it is any kind of data. It's data right out of your brain. You ever, you ever thought, every second, even your dreams go to that computer. Yeah, well, that's right out of your pocket. It's right out of your pocket when they steal your money out of your wallet and steal your dogs <laughs> and attack your daughter. It's right out of your heart, not just your mind. Well, let me ask you, let me ask you a question, Richard. Just, just a question. And I, I, I've had some answers on this question, uh, several different kinds. But if you're sitting in your truck in your driveway and you're just sitting there reading some mail or whatever and and you you hear something you look up and the antenna bends over into about a 90 degree angle and it just stops there for a second and then all of a sudden it's turned loose and it goes bing 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 back and forth for a second or two there and you're sitting there and you don't see anything around, anybody around. How do you suppose they did that? Well, at first, I, if you really want me to explain that, I'll explain it very well. Well, ever who bent that antenna wasn't human. Oh, God. Well, I'm just telling you, I experienced that in 1989. Breaking the glasses and all that stuff. I know you've heard of cloaking. I know you know about hypnosis. And there is even some talk about a possible uh, suit that you just really can't be seen in. But 
you would say aliens. Well, you do know that they can they can uh, make your brain see stuff like that, be delusional. That's exactly what I said, and that don't have anything to do with aliens. No, I wasn't talking about aliens. I was just talking about a demon spirit. Demon spirit got my mother's house and tearing it all. I thought we were getting ready to go on a ride on the spaceship, but no, no, they can do that. They can do that. They can actually, yeah. Uh, they can induce dreams. They can, uh, yeah, they can make you see things that, that that's really not there. Well, I see hypnosis type thing or whatever. It's psychological, you know. Yeah. They can, you know, do, they can do amazing things. I'm going to make a statement, and then I'm going to say another thing. I'm going to get off of here. But uh, ain't it, wouldn't it be something... If we found out that 80 to 85 percent of what we are experiencing is induced through the brain in a type of hypnosis or MK Ultra, instead of from a satellite or a generator, or I mean, I know they got all these things, but uh, I've tested it to the bone, and well. Everybody's got a right to believe whatever they want to believe, but the thing is, somewhere along the get along the way, we got to realize we all got the same symptoms. If yes. all got yes. if we all got the same symptoms, that would simply indicate to me that they're all coming from the same place, not twenty thousand different places or twenty thousand different technological pieces of equipment. Hmm. And well, the other thing is. Uh, I do not consent or comply to any of this that is happening to me, my body, my home, That's my right. animals, or my family, nor would I consent. And for anyone that thinks or has tricked me or think they have consent, I am now retracting any consent that they may think they have. And you guys have a good night. You too, Richard. <laughs> I, I'd like to ask yeah. a question. <laughs> we're more than just that, though. You know, we're spirit, we're flesh, we're human beings, you know? Well, I they might. My citizenship. How do we know their citizenship? They could all be foreign, whatever. You know, they, they are some research and science out there now saying they're they turning people into different species. Like, you mean like reptilian and all that? I've been seeing that online. Well, that's, that that's, a, that's the shape shifting eyes. You know, I've seen video in 2011 about that round pupil going in straight up and down to cat eyes. As far as up in Washington D.C., I don't. I that could be camera fixed or whatever. I don't even know about the reptilian thing. I never did believe much in that. I'm I'm talking about the nanotechnology that they can do that. It, it, you know, everybody's got it. They can they can actually change your DNA. They can do a lot of things. You know. So let me ask you this: Is nano the one where, like, I was washing dishes one day in my kitchen, and there was. I just happened to turn around suddenly, and the bedroom door behind me, I saw this black figure go underneath the door, but there was a hole at the doorknob, 
and I could clearly see a young lady stand up. She shook her hair out, and she just walked, and I don't know where she went. Is that nanotechnology? No. No. No, I don't think that's nanotechnology. That's... uh... Uh, they just give you delusions like Richard talked about earlier, I think. I mean, you know, they can, they can make, they can, uh, listen, they, uh, you, you have to understand the brain. It's, it's, it's their new frontier. Uh, when they yeah, take the brain. Yeah, they're drugging us. Yeah, they're well, drugging us. They, right. Yeah, when they, when they, yeah. they made me lose all memory from 6 p.m. in the afternoon to 2 in the morning. Never did that in my life, and that was scary. I woke up at a Waffle House and didn't know where I've been, what I'd done, or anything. And then they chased me down. The police did and arrested me. Uh, but, uh, you know, they could, it, now, when they could take a man and, and make him completely lose his memory, and I don't know where I drove, I don't know where I went, what I'd done, you know, if they can do that, Thank God they didn't get me to hurt nobody at that time. Because I could have killed somebody or hurt somebody, and I would have never knew that I did it. I, I would woke up. I'd have woke up to Waffle House, and they'd be a trail of dead bodies behind me, and never even remember doing it. And that's scary, you know. That's very that that scared me to death. And I tried. Oh, to, I used to get that feeling a lot, and then what I started to do, Rich, was I started to say, God, guard my heart and my mind with the peace that surpasses all understanding. Amen. And that's what, and yes, and that that's what saves your memory because my head has been cut, sliced, chunks knocked out of it. But I say that in my heart every single day. Sometimes I say it twice a day. Amen. I think it's Philippians four sixteen. I know it's Philippians, yeah. And it's just a little prayer, you know, that will help anyone get through a day. You know, like if you think you're losing it or can't, you know, stay calm because of you can taste the drugs sometimes that they're forcing upon you. us. Yeah. Amen. I appreciate yeah. you. That works for me as well. I always speak oh, over my mind that I have the mind of Christ and that's how I've been able to get through most of this stuff. You know, I actually went back to my veterans club where I, where I blacked out at on my feet at 6 p.m. I went back to my veterans club and asked the bartender, you put the drug, you put anything in my drink? Because, you know, I couldn't figure out how that was being done. I thought I was drugged, and I might have been drugged. <clears throat> I don't know. Never did find out. I'd like to ask a question. Is there any way for us to find out, maybe through a congressman or through through someone, what list we're on? I mean, and who put us there? Is there a way to find out how we got on the list or who put you there? Well, I've talked my congressman many times, my senior representative in my congressman's office, and gave him, I gave him everything. Uh, and uh, uh, he, they, they keep saying, well, he tried to help me to go to biomedical procedures, health and human service ombudsman, and then he wrote another letter to me. Uh, 
uh, this refers to getting the microchips out of your body and so on and stuff. And, and I, I talked my, uh, but last time, a few weeks ago, when I down there talking to senior representative, I gave them, uh, the, the, uh, uh, declassified material on the bioeffects of the machine they used around my home. And she hurried me out of the office. The only thing she wanted to look at was that, uh, you know, and, and I, you know, I just, you know, uh, but the whole time I've talked to, to my conference office, uh, they can only, they can't do anything. I'll just be honest with you. They can't, they can't do anything. The only thing that I, when I, <clears throat> in 2013, when I was down in, in, in uh, Gaston County, uh, my conference office, I was down in town and there was, uh, four Cleveland County police cars right there in my conference office. And that's in Gaston County and it's Cleveland County, the county I live in. That was right after I, I talked to them. So I don't know what that was about, but I do know there was four, uh, uh police cars right in front of the conference office. I didn't go in there, uh, you know, so, but, uh, but congressman can't help you, uh, because it's, it's one, it has to be a federal issue. And, uh, matter of fact, uh, the only thing he told me when I gave him my reports, my frequency clearly identified my FCC license frequencies. And that is federal, but he wrote me a letter and he, he said, put a complaint in it to FCC.gov. And I did, but you can't, uh, you can't put a complaint in yourself to FCC because it's the top management at FCC that's, that's carrying it all, all out like Barry Trower talked about. There's one or two up in the FCC that's above uh, United States laws. They don't have to answer to United States laws. Uh, and that's according to Barry now. So, uh, they can't, I don't think you congressman. I, I went to my, I'm a, a senator, uh, uh, in Charlotte, my senator gave him in reports, his office anyway. And, uh, I never got a response on that. He never even contacted me. I called back six months later. They, they didn't even have it in the computer. He, they could find nothing on it. And I said, do you need me to bring it back over there? Uh, he said, no. So they, they can't do anything. This is, this must be outside the realm of any kind of, uh, elected representative or, uh, any authority. Well, local government is doing it. It's your local. Right. Yeah. Yeah. County government. And it's yeah. state representatives that should know something about it. Right. Well, I, well, I now I'll call my county commissioners to co-chair. Uh, and then I explained about my wife and this, that, and other, and, you know, asked her for some help, maybe some direction on it. Uh, she, she said, I'll call you back. She called me back about, it's about a year ago. She called me back. She said, Richard, ain't nothing we can do. I told her, I said, well, I'm, I'm peering in front of the board anyway. So I went up there and peered in front of the board and I was the man that, uh, that's uh, the speaker of the house and, and Raleigh and, and, and that makes the laws and the commissioners, and, and I explained to them, you know, that my, my, I believe my wife was killed in my home, 
I've got, uh, and uh, I can't get investigation. Nobody's doing anything about it. And he looked at me, and I, he got three minutes to speak. He looked at me, he said, I think your time's up. So, see, they cut me short. But I did get my point across. You know, all I was asking for investigation, I was asking for help. But they can't help me. Now, when the county commissioners, uh, your congressman, your, uh, your state uh, attorney general, uh, you know, and, and everybody tell me to come back local. And you, you're right. Uh, when, because uh, uh, Homeland Security hooked me with the SBI uh, uh, in North Carolina, the SBI said you got to go back local. Uh, the FBI and all them said you need to, you, you can't get investigation unless your local police calls for one. So that being said, yes. Uh, it, it has to be, but they ain't about to call. It's been, my wife's cold case. And they ain't about to call investigation because, uh, like you said, it's carried out county to county, state to state, and and there's a lot of people involved in it. So, so, so there's nothing I can do. Not nothing from the congressman to the FBI. Last time I called the FBI, uh, she cussed me out and told me not to call back in Washington D.C. I told her, I said, I need some help out here. How come y'all ain't been out here on these matters? But yeah, they, they just all turn the block find out everything. It has to be it has to be above the realm of our of our authorities and government, even though they're involved in it, you know. Hey Linda, are you still on the call? Yes, I am. Okay, you started to say something a while back, and I would like for, uh, more information. You said something about a filing in a few weeks. Could you? Hey, what? I'm sorry, that? I didn't hear that. You I said didn't... something about a filing, filing a court case. Oh, Jack Christiana is is mm -hmm. creating a website that that informs you how to take care of your own filings, how to file your own lawsuit. Ooh. I think is very good. Um, so if we want to take care of these things ourselves, but I also want to say something, um, you know, we can go to target justice and find him, but I want to say something about this legal, uh, group that this woman mentioned legal shield. I think it looks amazingly good. They've got like 6,900 lawyers across the country and, um, they're too big to be scared. I think. Legal Shield. I think it's. I think it's something we might want to do. I'm going to contact them. You know, because I have some identity theft issues that I have to take care of, and I'm sure not going to give it to any local lawyer. You know, so I just thought I'd mention that. Okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Um, do you know if they are planning to do? Um, a class action filing. You mean um, targeted justice? I don't mm -hmm. know. What, I don't, you know, I don't know. I would think, I hope so. I hope they're still gathering it. I was a little concerned when I heard that they were going to be teaching us how to do it. I don't know how that's going to impact the, you know, the class action. I don't quite know what's going on with that. Okay. Well, that's, that's fine. I, yeah. I did, uh, I think I had some correspondence with him directly about starting up some websites 
where oh. people can uh, learn to file themselves. Uh, I mean, there are some um, personal legal things that people want help with and that they can do themselves, which is separate from the class action. Yeah. And I think they are working, uh, still working on that somehow. Yeah. Um, well, you know, we, you know, like they, we, we do have other offshoot issues that may not necessarily go in with, um, you know, the, right. um, the class action, but knowing, I think it would give us confidence, you know, to know how we can do that and not feel that it's such a mystery because mm -hmm. it's not, it's really not that big a mystery. It just feels like it, you know? Right. Um, you really have to know what you're doing when you go to court. Uh, or else things, you know, would not go your way. And well, you know, let me just say this. I had to, I had to, I had a settlement conference and, or a mandatory settlement and a voluntary settlement conference. And what, what impact, what the judges heard was my um, logic and my facts, you know, just line it up in one to 10 or how many facts you have and just, just get it out and put a dollar amount on it and give them the backup. And they were, I, they were telling me I needed to go to law school. I mean, you, all they really wanted was reality. They wanted to prove. They wanted, you know what I'm saying, the facts A through Z systematically presented. And an index doesn't hurt either, you know. But Jack will tell us all about that. But I'm just saying, rather than knowing technique, I didn't know technique, but I just knew my information and that's what the judges liked. Mm -hmm. I wonder if he would consider doing a seminar. Who? Jack. Jack? Oh, I hope so. Because, you know, you know, putting up a website, mm -hmm. you know, doesn't mean people will really get it. Um, they they kind of have to be uh, led along certain, you know, they'll have questions and so forth. Right. So it'd be good if he would, you know, were to do a seminar. Yeah. To, um, to teach yeah. people. Maybe you could do one every so often. You know, we could mm -hmm. all come, come with the questions once a month. You know, something like that. That would be handy. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. Be well, and again, there's that, um, what I said, that Norton, what did I say? That other group, I can't remember the names right now, um, but the group that does have a tremendous amount of legal publications that can also oh. help. But like, I think it was, uh, Joe said, you know, doing it yourself right now with since we all have sort of brain mush it makes it a little hard but um anyway yeah i think that'd be great jack would you that that'd be it. <laughs> you know i think it'd be great hey, Bill. Bill. Mm -hmm. i'm going to monroe uh, i'm gonna say my step uh, a friend of mine on a monsanto case a poisoning case he's already signed a contract he says this law firm uh was telling him that he they love to go up against the big boys, the government and stuff. So if I go down there, I got state issues, medical issues, but the government issues, I'll ask I'll ask them about a class action lawsuit for targeted individuals because I've got enough stuff. Believe me, if they talk to me and look at what I have, and they see the opportunity for all TIs in this country or whatever, they might, they, they possibly could, you know, I mean, they possibly would. I'll, I'll find out next week and I'll let you know. 
they might only um, work on cases in the states in which they're licensed to practice. Well, according to my friend, they work on uh, uh, like, like like medical. Uh, according to him, uh, they work on work on it all, and it's it's a gr- it's a big group of lawyers. It's not just it's it's a big firm. So I don't know. I'll have to find out. You know, I, I'm just saying that maybe it's possible. You know, maybe. Right. Maybe they are licensed. I don't know. I don't know how. Don't hurt to put it out there because what I have, believe me, what I have is a lot of evidence. I'm talking about a lot of evidence, uh, true evidence. So uh, if they go after, if they help me on my my hospital and doctors and all them, where they alter my medication, so on and so on. That's one issue, and they probably could help me with state issue as far as carried out in the state and what they've done in the state and who's involved in the state. Now, I don't know about the third issue, which is uh, the license FCC frequencies and the people that actually is carrying it out, you know. So I have to, I'll have to lay it out. And, uh, of course, everybody knows, you know, this, this is big, so... Uh, I don't know whether about the class action because uh, more than likely they'll bring this team and tell them to back off. Maybe you know you know how that goes. Well, on, on the class action thing. Several years ago, there was uh, uh, a firm in New, not well, it was in New York State. It was in Rochester, I think. Um, called Dibble, D-I-B-B-L-E, Dibble Laws, and they were considering a class action, and so they asked people to submit their evidence, and um, apparently they were so overwhelmed by it, they couldn't believe it, what they got, is my understanding. So... um, It was either going to be he was going to represent just people in New York or they were going to represent people in the states that uh, they they were licensed in that, you know, it was a big law firm in in New York or they were going to try and make it a class action that would cover everybody. But they were so overwhelmed with information. I never heard anything. about it that they did anything actually but that's that's where i'm coming from when i say well let, let me let, let me explain I, I made a mistake a while ago when i said that they're going up against the government uh they won't be going up against the government the uh, the actual government is not doing this uh, the people that be going up, uh, this is what's important. Like my, on Monsanto, they won that uh, case, been won, uh, 200-something million. I think they give him 80 million or something like that on that cancer case. They, they would be going up against industrialist companies. Mm-hmm. Like the lady, in Cal- uh, I ain't going to say their name, they got a list of uh, people that was hurting her uh, almost a hundred people, and most of them was companies. They, they, the government or whatever, it's turned over to private 
companies. See, private security companies that, that is carrying this out, that's, it's not the government. It's, it's money backing it, and it's uh, it's being carried out by not the government, but private security companies and corporations, see? And they might love to go after them, <laughs> be honest with you. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. yeah. Well, that should be interesting if you find out some, more, some information about that. Yeah, yeah. Richard, man, the Air Force is the government. That's who's targeting me. It is the government very much, but it's criminal elements of it, though. Well, yeah, but uh, even though uh, two of my frequencies clearly identified strictly to the military. So are you going after the manufacturers of the equipment they use them? Military or a military contractor. So see, the military is not doing it, the contractor is doing it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, they contract it. Well, they to my point, the military's got... Uh, invented the technology and all the factors. Uh, that, that's exactly what it says in my reports. Military or a military contractor. It's not the military, it's the contractor. The military's invented it. They've got the technology, but they not, the military's not, I don't think, going to attack and hurt and uh, let people die under, under for them. They're not going to do that, in my opinion. Uh, it, it'll be, they turn it over to private security companies or subcontractors and, and let them run with it. And, uh, even though it's, uh, it's restricted to the military, but, uh, the frequencies, but the, the subcontractors is, is, uh, is using them. Right. Exactly. Um, well, they yeah. use others to do their dirty work. You're right. I get what you exactly. said. They contract exactly. it out. They call it stalking by proxy. You know why they do that? On the call from South Carolina. Uh, I wouldn't have any idea. You have to ask Mr. Derek about that. Well, Trey Gowdy is from South Carolina, and um, if if anybody knows Trey Gowdy, he is very much against this oh, process yeah. that. We're oh, yeah. he questioned them there. If we could get an audience yeah. with him, he might help us know what to do. Exactly. Well, he's trying, to, he's, he's trying to get it out of them, you know. He's questioning, uh, uh, he's questioning, uh, uh, what's your name, you and all of them, trying to get it out of them uh, to have oversight. Uh, he knows what's being done, but he can't get them to... Act on the fusion center. He's no longer in Congress. No, he's going to be a private lawyer, and that's why I say that he would be a great contact. Yeah. I agree. Definitely. Well, who was it that came out that didn't the lounge telling us about that? It, it was Kevin in Florida, wasn't it? It said he was, uh, and he had been corresponding with Gowdy. And uh, yeah, he does. He does support our play. I don't know who he was talking to the other day, but he was talking to someone, and he wasn't talking about the Merle Mueller case. He was talking about American TIs out here in America. Yeah, targeting Americans. Very much aware of how many there are of us. 
and I will cut. Curious if there's anybody on the call from South Carolina, and but I lived in South Carolina for a long time. I intend to try, and I've got the number of his office and everything, and I'm going to try to call him and see if I can get a meeting with him because I think yeah. we've got to find somebody that knows that this is real. Because everybody I've ever gone to pretends like it's not real. Yeah, I can tell you for a fact. I can attest to the fact it's very real. It's in. It's insane, inhumane. It's criminal. These people are terrorists. They're killing people. <laughs> My Air Force purpose, especially. They're the ones doing all the killing and the false flag running. It's all done in name security, but they turned it over to security companies, and uh, it, uh, that's the reason the the uh, the, the lady had hundred uh, hundred different people, and most of them companies. You, you take these industrialists; uh, that's the reason they hit you. Walmart, they hit me worse than Walmart and anywhere through security system and Rite Aids, Bojangles. Because uh, they industrial, they 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 signed on to participate in it. Well, they you know they they sign on because they think they're joining the winning team, but actually they're they're jumping on the long gross, the long greased pole into hell. So they they even get their employees to uh, make uh, uh, comments. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, when I uh, the other day when I. Uh, when I got out of jail and everything, I was at Bojangles, and, and as I was leaving, I heard one. Of, I heard one of them say he messed up. <clears throat> so yeah, the, the employees also kind of participate in. Well, do y'all believe that UPS and FedEx is in, also a part of this and um, the surveillance piece of it and tracking you? Illegal surveillance, unwittingly, yes, of course they are. Uh, they're being manipulated. They're either being set up to do it or paid to do it or they're being remotely influenced. It's one or the other. You'd be surprised okay. if they send it. Now, not only the county county workers, uh, city workers, even the uh, 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 county manager. Uh, when I set my home up in 2004, uh, they let these people move in over here, three homes on one property, and that's uh, we got very strict restrictions. Uh, they they wouldn't do anything about it. I went up there. You'd be surprised uh, how, how many people you know that they actually get to participate in it. As far as county workers, county uh, everything. Absolutely. Well, it's a conspiracy. I mean, it's not a theory. It's a conspiracy fact. It's two or more people. Yeah. Yeah, that's the reason. That's the reason that when if I ever get in civil court, I'm going like Richard Kane did. Uh, I got his first. When he first, I uh, his case and what he charged the doctors, hospitals, and radiologists, and so on was conspiracy, attempted murder, a continuous criminal enterprise, uh, racketeering, federal racketeering, and that falls under the RICO Act. And the reason he found that, Richard Kane's smart, the reason he found that is there's no uh, uh, three year uh, uh, period there. You know, you can only go back three years. With the RICO Act, you can go all the way back, like 10 years, see? Uh, 
And a lot of people has been charged with RICO Act continuous criminal enterprise, you know, stuff like that. That gives you the right to go on back, you know, if it's conspiracy uh, 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 from various doctors, hospitals, and things like that. Well, that's what I was going to ask you earlier. How many years can we go back? Because I know for a fact that I've been in this for five years, and I know several of the people that were involved. So can we go back that many years to file a case against them? Under the RICO Act, you can. Okay. They used the RICO Act because of a continuous criminal enterprise. That, that right there is an enterprise that's, uh, that's uh, it's criminal and, and running these doctors for no reason, hurting you for no reason. See, that's racketeering. That's because that's talking money. That's you, you spending thousands and thousands of dollars. There ain't nothing wrong with you. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, you can, go, you can go all the way back. Mine's been going on for, for over 30 years, 35 years. Oh, wow. But I, know where I don't know why I can go back that far. I could probably go back 20. Uh, I can go back to time federal prison where they used a microwave weapon on me in there and put burns on my body, B2K, and a psychology doctor told me how it's being done. Radio, microwave, hologram signal. See, I can go back to there, and I even got a witness in there. He explained it to me. So, well, it's also, they call it fraud, waste, and abuse. I'm not sure which law or uh, maybe statute that is, but uh, they call it fraud, waste, and abuse. I think we could we could uh, also apply that to this. Well, you know, you got to think about this. I was uh, crippled, disabled, me and my wife both, by the microwaves. Uh 20 years ago, or, or go on back 30 years. But uh, when I found out when I built my Faraday cage and bought that ultimate ground shield from equilibriumuk.com, I cured uh, what they made me sick. I, I was, you know, uh, had the uh, fibromyalgia syndrome, chronic fatigue, immune drug functional syndrome. I cured that in six months when I bought, when I built my Faraday cage and my ground shield. I cured that and was swimming up to two hours nonstop, backstroking, going Planet Fitness five days a week. Now, you got to think about that. I went from six months, I went riding scooters around Walmart, couldn't stand on my feet, over-medicated, and six months later, doing all that swimming, didn't need medication, do anything. So that that's how I know for a fact that the microwave, the direct targeting, will cripple and disable you. It's done a lot of people like that. In my personal experience, now it's my personal experience. That's a lot of racketeering. You know, I went to the doctor every month, over medicated, sixty milligram morphine three a day, five Percocet tens a day, three Xanax bars a day, walking coma for fourteen years for them to do that. And they all did my medication. So you know. Not only is it racketeering, Richard, it's also uh, this. a lot of this, as far as I'm concerned, uh, the biggest majority of it is human trafficking. This is a form of human trafficking. It is. I mean, we're it not kept in basements and cages, but it is a form of human yeah. trafficking. They're sexually exploiting yeah. people as well. Well, it's also, I've been hostage in your home. Yeah. Uh, in, my, in my lawsuit. Exactly. 
I'm going to add one more to my lawsuit, and that's what I said about the conspiracy and all. At the end, it's going to be a hate crime. Because that's basically what it is, is a hate crime. Uh, Somebody to steal you from me, torture you, and all that stuff, run these doctors, that's, that's a hate crime. They hate you. Yeah. Another one we can apply to it is uh, the cruel and unusual punishment. That happened in prison. That's what you do when they torture you in prison, when they beat me, kick me, stomp me. Uh, got my gallbladder going in and a severe affected gallbladder coming out, put to work, couldn't even stand up to go eat. Mm. That's, uh, yeah, that's what they call that when they do you like that in prison. Yep. Yeah, yeah, cruelty. Mm. I was going to uh, share um, an elixir that I make to keep the mucus out of my throat. Um, and I Please. sip on it all day long. But Please. now it, it's not it's not a grand one, but it works. And it worked for my 95-year-old dad for many years. You take vinegar, honey, and lemon and... Uh, you can mix it to the strength that you like it. I use a whole lemon, and I use um, several teaspoons of uh, vinegar or tablespoons. And uh, also, I put the honey in to the the max that I can stand the vinegar, if you know what I mean. Oh, okay. I don't try to make it too sweet. But you cut that with distilled water. And you just put it in a water bottle and you drink it, sipping, sipping it all day long. And it kills the mucus that whatever they're doing to us creates. Because I never had mucus until exactly I was right. being hit with these directed energy weapons. For sure. You're exactly right. Yep. I you know what? Well, that, that, that will yeah. help you with colds and everything. Yeah. You know what? You're exactly right. Uh, but there's another one a little better than that. You're exactly right. That'll work. There's another one. You can take five lemons, garlic, the same thing you're talking about. You you uh, use still water. You cook it on the stove. Uh, you you pour it into a quart jar and do the same thing you're talking about. It's, a new, it's great. Yeah, I agree. That's, that, that's very good. Very good. It'll, it'll clean your... Um bronchial tubes it'll it'll really help with the mucus yes and it will coals too yeah i'm glad you said that I, I, I already knew that i just ain't never brought it up but the recipe i got is, is garlic in it too you know uh and you, well, you I found another one where you can take a grapefruit and um an onion and honey and blend that together and keep it in your refrigerator and take a teaspoon of it every day. Now, that one's hard to take. But let me tell you, it will clear your bronze, your, all of your sinus, everything. It'll clear all of your um, passageways. It, it is wonderful. I've made it, and my daughter and I have been taking it for a week now. We hate it, but we love it. So, hmm. Well, it don't matter. Teaspoonful, it don't matter what it tastes like. Anybody can do it. You can drink a little water behind it. A little, little good, some good water. 
But that is the yeah, that's true. That's very true. That's the reason I don't get cold flus, allergies, headaches, uh, indigestion, or nothing no more. I don't I don't take medication. I don't even take aspirin. I don't need aspirin. Not I just put up the pony they hit my body, my spine and kidneys and all, but, but I know they're doing it. <laughs> and they try to they try to do that. Sometimes I'll start getting a little congested. I'll get behind and I'll just step pep up on my supplements and it goes away. Yeah. The breathing, the breathing. <laughs> They do that affect you breathing. They'll affect your lungs, and they'll cause that mucus stuff. And then next thing you know, you can't. At certain times, you can't breathe good. Well, do you guys well, think that is like for a COPD uh, patients too? It will help them with their breathing. Well, thank wow. you, uh, because I've got very, very bad uh, post nasal drip, and it, you know, the more I, more I hear people talk about it you know they, a lot of people seems to be attributed everything can't be attributed to targeting but i'm starting to wonder if it's not it's out of that all the dust in this house because i, I just can't yes. shake this post nasal drip here well my personal experience is copd targeting causes it yeah oh yeah people that don't yeah. know they're being targeted they, they don't know that they ain't being hurt they just been targeted it'll, over years it'll cause copd the thing I caught them doing is they'll stick something up your nose, like, you know, a, a long stem. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but they access, I guess they can tip something up to the, your brain, the frontal portion of your brain or something. But I know well, they for, after 15 years. Your nose. They yes, they did break up. my nose. Yeah, they did. And that's the question <laughs> I have for you guys. Um, do you feel like the um, the chips that they are and things that they're putting in our body, that's like idol worship. You know, it's like idolatry because they're chasing after these chips. They never ask us, how you doing today? You know, are you in any pain? They, you know. There's no human side of this that we're receiving from them. It's all inhumane. Oh, yeah. And to me, it seems like the old idolatry, you know, the idolaters that you read about even back in Moses' day. Well, they love it. They, they love to watch people suffer. That's what the they ball. do. That's the satellite. They're satanic. They're pagans. Yeah, Baal was. But, 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 remember, but, but, they worship Baal. That's why I asked. It's ritual. It's ritual, man. To mm -hmm. be a person like that. Yeah. Yeah, they spell it. You know, back then it was B A A L. Now it's K A B A A L. You know, they're the devil, and this a lot of this stuff is just wickedness. It really is. Yeah. Well, they, they are they are demonized. They already been took over. They sold their souls to the devil. They work for the devil. That's yeah. all you make of that, and that's, that's true. Right. Generations, now, and they're like now, the last generation now, of evil. Now, I'm not talking about everybody working for the devil. I'm talking about your neighbors and people participate in it. They have no idea. They're just a bunch of running dummies out there that has no clue uh, actually what's going on. They participate in it. I'm talking about the, the up levels, the upper levels, 
oh man, they pure, they pure straight out of straight out of hell. Hey, uh, this Dutch, uh, does anyone, okay, I got clicks all, you know, always, like let's say it's a freaking cockroach on the wall, but he can go from one wall to the next wall. That's that's what it seems like. You know, I try to understand that it could be electromagnetic, electricity, you know, all of a sudden whack, you know, from the wall, whack kidneys and go back like a bungee, you know. But, uh, boy, mine acts so much like it's some type of critter, you know. And, uh, but I don't know. I mean, I do get clicks all through the day, you know, and I got them recorded. So, you know, it's not in my head or anything like that. It's, it's for real. But my opinion, sometimes I sure want to say it's, uh, some type of critter, you know, that uh, isn't dimensional and somehow it's helping whoever, you know, the bad people, the ugly people, the hell people. And, uh, cause mine just all of a sudden click and boy, I'll, I'll hurt or either be sick to my stomach within seconds, you know, so, okay, that's what I want to put in. Uh, you know, I don't know if anyone's going to respond to that, but mine just uh, acts something like I'll respond. I'll respond to that, and I'll respond very accurate. They can they control, <clears throat> believe it or not, they they control the superbugs. Right. The, the what people runs out of their body, them's being controlled. Yep. That, that's all you make of that. You think we mind control? They use certain things uh, 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 on them. Well, it's it's very difficult to explain. But I got you. They, I got you. These bugs, these, these bugs in the body, mice, worms, all that stuff is it has the the weaponized microplasmas and viruses that that Barry Trier talked about inside of them, and it's electricity. So they control with electricity. How they make them go crazy, bite you, scratch you, and all that stuff and all that is the electricity they hit me with. Yeah, I sometimes think a deal has been made with hell, you know, or with something in paranormal, and a deal was made. You know, you help us do this, and then we'll award you some way, you know, uh, to some critter-type paranormal. Uh, no, here, here's what it, what it is. Like, uh, you know, so I'm with you, Richard, on, you know, uh, Ted, if, if you ever heard of Ted, T-E-D, uh, I'll try and send it to Derek and he send it to everyone, but it, it's, uh, it's a good uh, show uh, that he puts out as far as critters, you know, arming, a weaponizing some damn small thing like a cockroach or something, and the only thought in their head is to kill the target. And, uh, you know, people can buy a thousand of them, a million of them, and then when they're released, uh, it's scary to watch this show. I'll try to send it to Derek. But anyway, they're, if somebody buys, let's say, 100,000 of them, they're programmed to go after one person, lady, uh, girl, female, male, it doesn't matter. But all of a sudden, you got like 100,000 bugs. Their aim is to fucking, uh, you know, excuse the word there. Uh, but, you know, it, you know. Uh, well, here's, 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 here's the thing. <laughs> yeah, but remote influence in itself. I mean, you got to remember the brain does not have a firewall. If a human brain can really influence, so can a critter, an animal, uh, or anything like that. And they do. As crazy as it sounds, it does sound crazy. Do you try to tell any normal person that? Well, we're normal, but 
any non-targeted person is hit yeah. crazy, but what um, it is, that let, could let be me, an elk wave transmission that you're According to Dr. Me, John Hall, they blanket the area that the victim is, is in with an elk wave transmission. A transmission. It's actual sound projection right. from the remote neural monitoring itself. Yeah. Yeah, and it can may be made to appear to be coming from anywhere. That may be what now they, they've been weaponizing them bugs for years, man. That started in 1942. I got that crazy biological warfare uh, research stuff in 1974, and they, and and the, my documents would have made it doing it in uh, 40s, 50s, 60s. But, uh, it's, it's been weaponized and mutated, uh, but it, it's actually they control with electricity. But they eat electrons in the body. That's what causes fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue syndrome and everything. It drains your cellular batteries. But the, the actually, uh, they weaponize in them molecular bugs, and uh, they can take a frequency. Uh, they could make a multiply. Uh, I think they could stop it. You know, like uh, if somebody was sick, they could stop them bugs from, from from doing it, or they can multiply the bugs and they get sicker and sicker. And you know what I'm saying? Or go to different parts of the body. That's my opinion now. Yeah, it's I'm out of Yeah, I'm along good. with you, Richard. I'm along with you. Well, the reason I said that. I went through a lot of studies. I can't believe all this stuff that, I mean, it, it is so hard. I'm not there yet. I, I can't believe that they can put a bug in your body and then tell the bug what to do. Oh, so yeah. Along with this technology? Nanobugs. Yeah. You, you, need my, you need my research documents for they admitted doing it. Uh, the uh they, it was created in a lab uh, uh and cia pentagon and uh uh merrick sharp and dome pharmaceutical admitted doing it uh the weaponizing these bugs and merrick sharp and dome in the 90s i got some documents on it. they admitted doing it and they and, they, and merrick sharp and dome said all north america's got it and most of the world now that being said that's true but it's got to be activated. It's got to be uh, multiplied, see, to make you sick or or whatever. And that's, that's true. Scary. Yeah, I can prove that. Easy. That's yeah, that's how they cripple and disable me and my wife. Cause I was a whistleblower. On, I went to universities and all in the eighties. Uh, went up, talked to the 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 the, the, the main man over the Bowman Gray School of Medicine about it. Trying to explain it to them, they they blew me off. I got targeted worse and worse. Well, have you guys heard anything mm -hmm. about this uh, this uh, attack on this? Uh, well, they, they, the person claimed to be a targeted individual said that the police were assaulting them with sonics, sonic weaponry. You guys heard? Do you guys hear about that? The guy that uh, I think Where was, was that? I read. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. 
Wow. Good life. Well, that's a bad tune. Wow. Well, you know why they're doing that, because I, I've already stated that I'm going to roast these Air Force perps on this at the lounge tonight. They get a few beers in me. And, uh, they, yeah, they're sending, they was doing it all last night. They were sending people in broadcasting music in the middle of people's sentences. They're, they're scared. Mm-hmm. They say I've gone into panic mode. Well, it's sometimes you touch on some uh, sensitive subjects yeah. that they don't like you talking about, and they'll interfere in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. Well, it's called uh, censorship. They want to censor the victim from getting the truth out. Yeah. And it's also, uh, they also, we were talking about last night, it's called negative associates, conditioning and uh, positive affirmation. That's what the perps utilize. Yeah, they don't like you talking about You start getting next to the truth and it gets deep. Oh. They kind of, yeah. For sure. Yeah, they don't. You know, the president's mm-hmm. against subversion being uh, subverted or those who do the subversion <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the subverting and you know that's that but that has to be the gang stalking that sounded funny to say, <laughs> to say. Uh, okay. and they hate it when you're happy you know i was told v2k one time that i was being investigated because they wanted to find out why I had a smile on my face. Why I was oh, yeah, yeah, right. They hate it. Believe me, they hate it when you got a smile on your face. They, I'm sure they hate that. That's the way you can get back at them. You just smile and go on, talk, be friendly, and talk to people. They, they hate that. They want you to be miserable. I'm talking about miserable, depressed, suicidal. But if you go laughing about things, man, they, they, they really, that really worries me. Yeah. Yep, that's what I'm going to do this year. I said I'm just going to laugh and love more because we may not make it next year. You know, we don't know where we're going to be. Well, I don't want to let them get the victory by, you know, just not finding joy and don't let the devil steal your joy. (laughs) The laughter is good medicine. All you got to do is get out of your house and go talk to friends and all and and bring up funny subjects and stuff and start laughing. That makes you feel better. Believe it or not, you'll feel much better if you'll get out and go, even if you run into Introduce yourself to people that you don't even know and then crank up a subject, you know, laugh a little bit. That's uh, good for you. Yeah, yeah They hate that. They hate for you to go out and do that. Well, because it takes your mind focus away, exactly you know, right. from the tra- entrainment. Yeah. Exactly right. right. Yeah. They want to isolate you right off. They want your attention 24-7. Every second of the day, they want your attention. Oh, if yeah. you go out and you forget about them and, and you don't pay it no attention, boy, they hate that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, I, I, I'm going to ask everyone something to give me their reply. Okay, uh, a guy, uh, they moved upstairs. I argued with that guy in the first day, okay, and it's been a year or more. He's lived upstairs for maybe, let's say, a year and a half, two years, and he's got a male roommate, so there's two males up there. On the side of his truck, you know, it uh, had a name of a firm that he, you know, works at. And the name is uh, Michael Baker on the outside of the truck. Uh, uh, let's see, Michael Baker Corporation or something like that. 
I went and looked that up on the web. You guys can look it up, too. Uh, there's an ex-CIA agent named Michael Baker, okay? Uh, so his truck, the name on his... I don't trust the people upstairs, okay? I may be getting hit from them. All night, they don't sleep in the day. Or they sleep in the day, and they're up all night. And I get tortured a lot during the night. But anyway, but on the side of the truck, yeah, if you look it up on the Internet, Michael Baker, there, there is a, uh, a corporation or a firm that is nationwide construction, you know. So there is a Michael Baker construction. But there's also a micro, Michael Baker ex-CIA intelligence guy. So just, you know, it's funny. I'm getting hit pretty goddamn hard. I argued with the guy on the first day that he moved in. And, uh, and I looked up the, the, the name of the truck on the side of the truck, Michael Baker. So CIA. So uh, it, it leaves me wondering what the hell, who is the guy upstairs? You know, uh, I've argued yeah. with him times, you know, so... Uh, yeah, just I wanted to throw that across to everybody. You know, his work truck matches the ex-CIA agent, you know. And I verified it, you know, two or three times. So it's really on the computer. And the yeah, CIA is heavily involved in this. Yeah, so, you know, I don't, I don't like the guys uh, upstairs. They don't like me. Yeah. And, uh, they're, they're awake at night, you know, uh, all night. Going outside in cold weather, rainy weather, they go outside and use the phone on the balcony. All night, I hear the side sliding glass doors, you know, opening up. Then the screen, they open the fucking screen. And they shut, when they go outside, they shut the screen and they shut the door. And then when they, after 15, 20 minutes, half hour, they come back in and then they slide the door again, you know, the screen. And, you know, so all night I'm hearing them sliding this fucking windows. Uh, Sorry about the language. Uh, you know, so it's like they're wanting to keep me awake with a lot of noise at night. Plus, I'm getting hit oh, with yeah. electric. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I think they're no good. I think they're perps. You know, well, most of your neighbors are. There ain't no guess about that. Most yeah. people live around you. They, they store about seven properties right around my circle, and then they moved in. That's in the 90s. But the CIA agent, I was in West, I was in Virginia, and uh, me and my wife visited my mother-in-law, and I went to a bar at Holiday Inn. I met I met one of them CIA perks. He come up standing right beside me. He told me he's CIA. Said he, uh, he goes overseas a lot. Uh, he started, he kind of questioned me a little bit, and I was talking to this other guy. So yeah, they sent one in on me in 2011. I even met the guy. I started to ask him, uh, you know, uh, do you know about the targeting? Uh, <laughs> I was kind of afraid to ask him, hey, you know. Well, you got to be careful, though. Well, well, I know. Yeah, he'd probably kill me. Well, you got to be careful, though, because my perps especially, they love to blame the Central Intelligence Agency for everything. Uh, yeah. You, you, somebody walks outside and and has a ball and slips and they blame it on the cia you know so they say they love to false flag and that's actually called a false flag yeah i didn't i, did, I thought old boy he was a good old boy man we talked about a lot of things but he seemed real nice he wasn't there to do nothing to me 
I mean, you know, uh, they won't do that uh, personally. That's, like I said, that's done through uh, security companies and private contractors and things. That they they the ones who just help invent it, you know. Yeah. And and carried out a lot of programs. You know, carried out a lot of crazy programs, you know. Experiments. Well, let me ask you guys this. Uh, Ella told about this, and I think I was the first one that brought it to the group's attention. Uh, we was talking about it last night. There's There's been an episode of NCIS Los Angeles, the one with LL Cool J and the other guys in them. They came out with an episode which the plot or, or the storyline is based upon the, the NCIS team. They're trying to catch a group of criminals that are microwaving people. And this is on TV. I heard it out of my left ear. I was like, I was listening to yeah, it in my right ear. And then I heard it on the TV. I was like, what? I was like, shouldn't that have been on the right side where the conference call is? And I was like, I was, that, did I just hear that on TV? Well, yeah. And, and they show at the end of the scene, the NCIS team moves in is about to raid a building that the perps are hiding in. And when they come out, they're armed with like four by four foot uh, microwave dishes. And they're shooting microwaves at the NCIS team. So if the word's getting out there, guys. NCIS. Yeah, that, well, they got another program. I think it's the person of interest. Uh, they had one one episode. Listen to this. One, I don't know who all filmed it. They had this a while back. They had a few years ago. They had one episode of about nanobots. Now, here's what happened. Uh, a person in the CIA or whatever, uh, when he answered his phone, But what they did to find this guy, it was a hologram that went into this guy's head and shot it up. There was a hologram, and they could see the little nanobots running around his brain. And see, they base movies on real technology. In other words, if they wanted to kill somebody, they just ring the phone, and as soon as they answer it, it triggers the nano in their bodies, and it just starts eating eating them, you know, from inside out. Uh, they made movies about that, and it's it, it's not probably not exactly right, but they could probably be similar, you know, if they wanted to do that using nanotechnology. That's a scary thought right there. That that nano stuff is some sneaky stuff or deadly stuff. Nano. You know, we do another thing, you guys. We've got you know the the doctor down in Florida who is treating some of the. Some of the people from Cuba that were da- that were injured. Were, those, were they ambassadors? What are what were they? People in Cuba. Mm. You know, were they ambassadors. I don't recall, huh? Diplomats, diplomats. Okay. Diplomats, yeah. I just gave my phone. I just right. Okay, he's weeks. doing that, and he doesn't. He knows. He's identified. Um, he's identified the um, various. Frequencies that he feels are being used, and those do include microwaves. We also have Derek. Remember, I brought this up with you. Uh, gosh, a couple months ago, the fact that we, there was a lawyer in Washington D.C. that was handling lawsuits for the people, for the diplomats from. Um, yeah, that's Mark Twain. Right, um, and I did write to him, and he he wrote back and said, "No, I'm just handling." Oh, he did. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I just sent him another 
another communication and asked him how it was going and mm -hmm. could he give us any case numbers so that maybe we could get documents and start falling, you know, behind him. So we kind of have some more concrete evidence as to how he's, because this guy is, as you, you know, you looked up, he's a really a powerhouse. And he's oh, yeah, there. yeah. Right, yeah. Right. Um, and I, I just, so I was asking him for that. So we may be able to get our hands on his progress through the courts and see how that's going and get some ideas for ourselves. You know? Yeah. Well, we do have good stuff going. We do have good stuff, you know, that we can look at. What they really, what they really need them to declassify military documents is those viral effects of all that. That would be classified up 1998. That's uh, that thing barely used it on war crime. that you can use in your own cases. Right. He, but first he needs to, you know, file the lawsuit and, get, and put the names in there. Absolutely. That's my idea is for him to, right. if we can get his case number, we can get some information that could give us a really solid straight line as opposed to just kind of this lawyer not wanting to and then that lawyer saying, I don't know. And then two yeah. people got overwhelmed, you know. If we could get yeah. something this solid, at least we'd have a direction, which I think we really, at least I think, I think that would move us along. What do you think, Derek? You know, <clears throat> it's a start. The thing is that our situation is um, much more all the other class actions I know of. Mm -hmm. um, and it's because everyone's situation is, is a little different. Mm -hmm. So there may not. Well, we'll see. I think he's probably encountering this because he has... He's handling, I think, 12 different plaintiffs. So he's probably encountering some of that already, but he's probably, you know, kind of um, getting the, the fluff off and going right straight forward with some very specific information. Anyway, I just thought I'd bring that up, and I think we need a little hope that things can move forward. And I think, well, not that we don't have that hope. I think this is a well. It's too I'm glad the diplomats, in a way, I know I know they are all right, but I'm I'm kind of glad that he had opened the door. Yeah. But you, this has been going on. They used these in the '60s, so it's it's been going on almost 50 years. Right. And the scientists, the top scientists, according to Barry, uh, were scared of these.
what this tells me is that this issue, I believe, it will be addressed. What this tells me, though, is that it may not necessarily be solved in a court of law. Maybe. No. But you never know. Right. Legal, you never know what's gonna what's gonna get your case. You never know. But yeah. what has happened this past year has been uh, pretty much amazing in terms of uh, the recognition of microwave. I mean, we're seeing mainstream news state the terms microwave weapons, yep. directed energy weapons. You know, it's just been unbelievable. We could not have convinced the mainstream media to say those words. The only reason that they have is because of the diplomats and their their mental status could not be questioned. Yeah. You know why they won't they won't uh, do that there? Because uh, microwaves is uh, uh is a uh, top scientists is uh, put the science out there that it's non lethal. See that unless Don Lethal is not a weapon, it's not nothing that should hurt you. Uh, and that's the whole problem right there. Like Barry said, that, that scientist to him said uh, uh, it'd take 15 years to do a study on how this affects the brain and the heart and everything. But they, uh, and they told Barry, said, if I don't do this, they're going to destroy it. Okay, we didn't catch what you said uh, with your, I don't know, something with your phone. It says, <clears throat> it says CBS series NCIS Los Angeles episode of microwave weapons being used to harm employees. Man, I feel sorry for anybody that's been tortured with microwave. I mean, I can't imagine that. I mean, but then again, microwave, it leaves such perfect evidence. Any of you guys that are being microwave, simply get your camera out when it's happening and start filming it. I mean, where are you being burned from? You know, if you're, especially if you're inside, don't do it when you're outside. Don't do it on a sunny day, but you're uh, in, uh, if you're inside the house, just pick a video camera up. You feel yourself start getting burned, record it. That's, un, it's uh, undeniable. It's irrefutable evidence, if you ask me. I've got all kind of pictures that burns on my face, burns on my neck, blisters. I took pictures uh, when they were burning me in 2011. Well, that's the thing. You don't want to use pictures, though. Because pictures be well, video can be manipulated as well, but not as easily as pictures. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, I'm, I ain't got no personal witnesses. They all did. That's <laughs> <laughs> I mean, true. I mean, I put pictures, and you know, my uh, family I had here uh, was where I was could could have been a witness to it, but that's all gone now. Oh, man. I'm seeing a question. I, I would like to ask a question. Yeah. On a rainy day, can, on a, on a, you know, a foggy 
um, cloudy, rainy day. I've noticed that the attacks are less on me than on a sunny day. Exactly right. You know why? I think the satellite doesn't get a clear signal. I don't know. Well, water breaks it up. It's electricity. Uh, that's the reason I tell everybody that, uh, it's a very good thing to get your humidifier in the wintertime and keep your humidity up in your house about 40%. Uh, the drier it is, the more the electromagnetic static, the uh, uh, the, uh, the charged particles in the air and all that stuff is active. The drier it is, the drier, that's the reason you take a bath before you go to bed and you put a little coconut oil on, you'll, you'll sleep much better because uh, it's the water. Swimming will do it. Rain will do it. It, it lessens the effect. Okay. Somebody mentioned coconut oil yesterday as a wonderful um, shield. Mm-hmm. So is hemp oil. Well, the only, the only reason I bring up coconut oil is a lady on Facebook. She said I, I wasn't going to tell this. Her mother's in a nursing home, had Alzheimer's, and it, she got where she couldn't recognize her. She took her out of the nursing home, took her home, and rubbed her down from head to toe with coconut oil twice a day. In three months, her, her mother could remember again. Wow. Yeah, that's, wow. yeah that's, that's she, that was her statement. Uh, but that's not, that's not what, I, what reason I use it. I, I, I've used it for years. It's good for your skin, for one, it, it absorbs real well. Uh, and-